Welcome to the Yeshiva Shalmayla. This is David Lechtenstein. Last few weeks we spoke about music. And in the conversations it came out, do these singers sing where there is family seating or do they require a mechitza? So I thought we'd speak about mechitza, not just by concerts, but in shoals. You know, we have the famous Bachleikis, Ramesha, and the Satmarebbe we'll go discuss. What about by Sheva Brachas, by a, a mitzvah, by a bris, by a wedding? We'll have a really fascinating group. We'll have from the Hasidish side, Rebaruch Obelander. He's the Avbezdin of Hungary, a Talmud of Slabodka, who then became a Chabadske Chassid. Fascinating story. Listen to what he has to say. If it's at work or such things, you're not so much machmir. It's like the Neid Behuda in Yeridei Tanyona, which he says that for work you do a lot of things, even even you get into a Sakona. Um, Obviously, if if you don't feel that it brings you to to a point where it could be Isa der Isa, but when we're talking about entertainment, simcha, or then then the, we 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 should be strict with the, the mixing of the gender. For Rabbi Yitzchak Chanan, we'll have Rabbi Ari Leibowitz. He'll discuss his Messiah from both the Rabbi Herschel Shechta, YU, and he's a huge Talmud Chacham. He gives the Smicha Shir in YU. Certainly, a Barachi, listen to what Rabbi Ari says. Even as far as Chasmas are concerned, um, it's uh, the the idea that uh, that we have separate seating at a Chasna is it was not always Makubal. My, my Rabbi of Shechta Shlita has told us that it probably wasn't as necessary to have separate seating at Chasnas um, a while back, because even though maybe women weren't always as mocked on exactly covering the elbows and the necklines and everything exactly, but the dresses were much more tenua. And now, uh, even if they are covering exactly, you know, what the, the checklist is supposed to be, they're generally not as tenua. And they're more eye-catching. And uh, Shechter told us that he thought maybe that's more of a reason uh, maybe not to be together so much at a wedding. And then, from the Mirror Yeshiva, the Talmud of the Mirror, Abshaya Tahan, a Rav, a Dayan, listen to Abshaya. It's amazing that all the halachas of Mechitza uh, we learn from Ramosh's Shuvas, which are uh, 70 years old. Yeah, the, 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 the halachas of Mechitza is pretty much Mechud, you're right. You're right in that. So, the, and, and, and you're right, so there's no Mechitza except that Gemara in, in, in uh, Aleph, and it seems like uh, there's, there's nothing more than that until Samuel Pilishayim said something. And after our Shuram on music, somebody mentioned to us, you know, Baruch Chait, he's sort of the founder of Jewish music in America. You know, after Kalbach, uh, the rabbi's sons, he'll speak about his discussions with Ramosha, many Shilohs he had. Could he go to sing for the soldiers in, after the, during the Yom Kippur War? He was putting himself at risk discussed the psakim he got from Ramayish on it. And here's a very interesting piece, what he said about Mechitza. I brought the album after it was ready, and I felt it was only fair in Yosher for the Rosh Yeshiva to hear it. Because before we would put out the Chavit Chaim name on the Yeshiva, it would be appropriate to ask the Rosh Yeshiva if it was okay. Rosh Yeshiva listened to it, and he said, Rabarach, and he was a very sensitive Balmusa, did not want to hurt anyone's feelings. He said, you know, Rabbi, we'll take the money, but please don't put the yeshiva's name on it. So here's what's interesting. In halacha, it's going to surprise all of you, or many of you. It's not brought in the Shulchan Aruch anywhere, the halacha of Mechitza. It's nowhere in the Mishnah. 
in one place, not Legabe Shul, not Legabe Sheva Brachas, and it only is brought one time in the Mishnah, Legabe Simchas Beis HaSheva. They used to make a machitza for the Simchas Beis HaSheva, and then they took it down. They would, they would make a balcony. So there's not much written about it in Pride Doris. Um, it's not in the Tur, not in the Beis Yosef. So it's uh, Legabe Shuls, etc. Ramosha, surprisingly, the biggest amount of the body of law that we have halacha, that we have in this is from Ramosha Feinstein. He wrote a number of... So this is a difficult... Speaking about the halacha here is very difficult. Why? Because except for a shul, it's, it's, it's hotly disputed. By Sheva Brachas goes all the way back to the Lavush and the Bach and the uh, other Paiskim, the Sefer Hasidim, the Lavush said, we're not knowing to make a, a machitz. He said, because these halachas that, you know, if you looked at a woman, etc., it would, it would, it would cause Hurim is only in the times, he says, when Nashim weren't in the streets. He says, today, there are so many women businessmen and they're matzai, so these halachas are not nagay. Therefore, you could say a simcha by Sheva Brachas too. Now, here's a reason why these are some of the most difficult halachas to discuss. Why? Because look at Chumris. Every, every Yid has a right to be a machmir. For example, take Pesach. The Chumris of Afias Matzis of the Beis HaLevi, he had 27 Chumris. By Pesach, many people don't sell Chumris Gomer. I think Rav Klal Yisrael doesn't sell Chumris Gomer. Why? Because of, we have Chumris, and Chumris, the ladies, they kratz of the vent, they, they, they do things way beyond. Chumris, Klal Yisrael, shows your Shemayim, it shows Avas Hashem. It's a wonderful thing. By Achila, people, the Makbid, the Chabad Chasidim, Yene Ekvel, the Makbid Nati Chal of Stam. See, people have a, a Chumris and Achila in Chadash, not that they're, you know, Chadash is much more Chumr than Chal of Stam, but we see Chumris are good things, being Makbid shows your Shemayim, etc. So here's the question. By Gedoyle Litta, for example, Rav Shach, Rav Moshe, they made Chasinus without a Machitza. They were Moiridik, Medagdik, and Halacha. What happened over here? Why weren't they so medagdic? And I want to ask you another thing. If you want to be medagdic, let's say, in Inyanitznius, who's more medagdic than Ger? I mean, they have svarim, lists and lists of chumris. A, a bacha, a, even a young man, he shouldn't shower at home, only in the mikvah. Don't use soap so you don't touch yourself. You don't go to your brother's house if he's married. So you, should, you know, chas v'shalom, you shouldn't come to, 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 to look at his, his, his b'nei bayis, right? You can't speak to an ant. You don't say in Ger, they don't say the word Kala, Isha, or Yalda. They don't say, so that's why they call a wife, a dos, or a yant. But big chumris. You can't go, do you know, to a sister's levaya. No deodorant. It's, you know, don't, it's your body is a, a comb you hear. You don't ride a bicycle. A bachar doesn't sing Eishas Chayel. I mean, it goes on and on. You don't, Bachram leave before Sheva Brachas, so they shouldn't hear anything about how Adam and Chava, the character, what's wrong with these Chumras? Why weren't, why were the Gedoyle Litta making Chasinus without Machitzes? And here they were saying, Bachram don't sing Eishas Chayel. You don't, you don't say your sister's name. I would say a possibility that every time you say in life, it's a rule. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So, for example, somebody says, can you uh, help me with this and this and this? You know what it may mean? I mean, you're not spending time with your kids. You're, not, you're certainly not spending your time learning. Whenever you say, it's a rule of life. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And when you say no to something, that means you're saying yes to something else. So usually by chumris, okay, you machmir on chadash, on atid chadash, on, on Pesach, and doesn't necessarily have a cost. But here, think of the cost to family life. You don't 
I'm not talking about going to Chashon to a sister's Levite, mentioning, calling a sister by her name. These are things, eating in the same room. These are things that, it's a humerus that could potentially really be destructive to family life or to what others would see maybe as, as a normal life. So it's, it's a chumra at an expense. So when we talk about things like chumras in, in Ben Adam L'chavera, or even mechitzas where we're putting, we're separating, they have to be measured very carefully. And like one of the things you have to measure it against is, you know, the Mishnah, Ezi derech yeshara, kol shi teferis lo teferis lo adam. Is this treating the other person with respect? Like the Gemara says in Yuma, mahabriyas oimrim alav. Right? Do they say Ashri Adam Shalom de Taira or Chas Shalom? Is it Drachel Darke Noyam? When we're talking about Chumris that have to do Ben Adam Lechaverei, you already have to. They need a lot of perspective. They need measurement. They need Rabbanim. They need Bnei Taira. They need Lamdim. And Rabbi Yitzchak Fegelstreichel once said, he used to say it was Shagur Befi Befiu the Maimer Medav Zayin Normal Yiddishkeit is about being normal. And when we start adopting things that you say. I don't know, this could put me beyond the edge. It needs a, a serious, uh, a nidin. It needs, it needs chavaz das, of anashim, of gedolim, of rabbanim. It needs serious thought. I'll tell you another thing, why I think mechitzas need, you know, that this topic is, goes beyond halacha, because once you get past a shul, or the base amigdash, it, it gets very cloudy, many opinions in all directions. Let me share with you, I built a, in our neighborhood, we built the Baal Shem Tev shul. Beautiful shul. In the style of the Baal Shem, it was built after Hishol and Mezhebuz. Last week, we had the famous Itchemaya Helfka, the Veltzbanon Baltzvila Chazen come. And he, it was a, just a magnificent davening. It was just a, it was a Roymimus. You know, he sang, the Olam sang and danced and they cried. So in the shul, we have a balcony like the old shuls. But it's like in the base Hamigdash. It's not a balcony with a net on top of it. It's a balcony where the women could see down. I mean, but it's, you know, it's really, you have to crane your head up to look up. So that's why in the base Hamigdash, it was accepted. It wasn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, Lamaila from your head, right? But most, all the old shul balconies were that way. So after shul, a woman came over to me and she said it was the most beautiful tefillah she ever had in her life. She said that they were all crying upstairs, listening to every word. He was like counting, was like mamish counting that bayist where he said every word with Kavana and the Olam sang. And she said, in, in, in my old shul, I never once saw the Sefer Torah taken out. Because it was, you know, with the machitzas, they're hidden. And she said, I, I was able to see them take out the Sefer Torah. And I thought to myself, you know, when Sarah Shanira started elementary schools, high schools, there was a big, Karen Develt says, Kalam Alamid, Bitoi, Taira, Kilam Alamda, Tiflis. And ultimately, the Gedolim, the Chafetz Chaim, and others, what did they say? They said, it's true, Kalam Alamid, Bitoi, Taira, Kilam Alamda, Tiflis. That's if she's not learning anything. But if she's learning math and science, and she's reading books, and she's reading newspapers, and maybe a novel, Alt Megzilainen, Chutz von Taira. That's not what it meant, everything she should read except for Torah. And when this lady said to me, I never saw the Torah taken out, I said, I thought to myself, you know, everything you saw was taken out. You saw Instagram taken out, and you saw the books taken out, the, new, the movies taken out, the, the, the wigs taken out, every, the Torah you didn't see taken out. And, and these are our, these are the mothers of the children. These are the wives, the mothers of the children. So sometimes, a chumrin mechitza, 
puts people, moves them sort of out of the circle where they sh- where they should be absorbing, where they sh- they should be being macabre. So therefore, it's a, it's a very sensitive topic because it, every chumrah has the other side of it, comes a price at the other side, and therefore it's so important to hear what the rabbanim have, what the messiah is, should make for a very interesting shear. Before we go to our program, I want to say uh, a Tyra. So this week, a few Yungalite came over, and they were bemoaning that they, they work, and one was saying, you know, he hasn't learned, he said, in, in over a year, he hasn't had to say the Kavua, the other guy. They were bemoaning like that. They felt, you know, Rachik Mishuasi, they felt very wide from the Rabbani, very far from the Rabbani Shalom. And they said it made, it made like a big shivrin, it made like a, an atzvas. When a person feels that he's not close to Hashem, one thing leads to the other. So I shared with them a Tyra. I heard this from Rafatta. It's not in print, I don't believe. In Pachad Yitzhaks, I don't believe. So I'm not, I'm not the biggest Baki, but I don't believe it's there. And it's something beautiful. He, he, he used to say, oh, he said, the Gemara says in Erechen that the Gemara says, And the Brysa mentions that Saranus And the last one is, uh, the Maisa Maraglim. So the Marshai asks, he says, Tenus there were 13 Nisyainis after the Miraglim. And it just says, He says, it's, it says more than that. What happened to Meimariva, the Maisa with Kairach, and Baal Pa'er? That's the Kasha of the, uh, of the Marsha. And he answers, no, they were after the Maisa Miraglim. And after it says, Those three already, they're not part of these 10 Nisyainis. They're sort of, they're in a realm of their own. So I said, like, what does that mean? They're in a realm of them. Why are they in a realm of their own? So Rafutna said, and he said it in, in Deus, and I'm going to say it in Midas. But he, he said something, he said, when Rabbi Nishom took Chal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, it was without any cheshbin, it was pure love. that these I love. So he said, you know what happens? Chal Yisrael kept testing him. How much love? Could we do this? Could we do that? Does he ever going to, is he ever going to say anything? And finally, after a certain exchange, he says, Adkan. That's it. You're done. So he says, these ten Nisyanis were done sort of as part of a relationship. Everyone said, from the Chdush he said, from, Zay, from their Nisyanis, from their Averis, they made Tyra. Halavai, from our mitzvahs, they should make Tyra. So Rafutna said, but the last three Nisyanis, that already was after these ten, that already was, these were not Nisyanis of Ahava. Now let me tell you how I understand it. You know, when you get married, there's everybody's jockeying for position. Your wife wants her mother-in-law, your mother-in-law to come every week. So you say, every week? No, once a month. Whatever it is, I had the most wonderful in-laws. I'm using it as a, as a metaphor. Wish they would have come every week. You have to take, do this once a week, take out the God. No, I'm only going to do it. So there's constant bickering and go, until everybody learns, you know, what's acceptable, what's not. You're sort of jockeying for position. The tennis the first tennis yoinus, Klal Yisrael was trying to figure out in Kaviyachal, how much exactly, what does he want? What can we get away with? Why? So it's, it's part of sort of the shanari shaina. But after Saranus Yoinus, this is it. You know where, I don't want anyone. After that already, it was beyond the pale. And if you look at those Nisyoinus, shanari shaina, you could say, you know what? I, I don't want you, 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 my in-laws here more than this amount. I'm not taking out the, but you don't go to meet another woman. That's not acceptable. That's not already part of sort of, the Shanari Shaina, the Balpa'ir, that's already Avaita Zara, that's Isha Zara, you know, being Kaifer and Tyrus Maisha, which is Kairach. So, part of a relationship, he, he said, oh, from the Chdushirim is, yeah, 
you know, I, I have to go to work, Rabbi Nishalaylam. I had to, it's going to be hard. I'm not, in, I'm not hearing the Musa. It's not, it's not like I'm in a clean world, beautiful, pristine yeshivas anymore by my father's table. It's a, it's a, over here, I, I, maybe I'm not going to see with you, see you so much. How much can I, how much can I get away with in my pursuit of, of trying to find the new me, the whatever it may be? That's okay. That's all part of a relationship. Somebody told me, he said he was into Kirov. He said he had a very prominent journalist by him for Shabbos. And in the middle of his Shabbos, him and his wife, they, uh, they got into a very heated argument about some type of a hashkafa issue. And after Shabbos, they felt terrible. They realized, you know, that this journalist who they were trying to be Makarov saw the argument. And he said, when the journalist left, he said, you know, it was a beautiful Shabbos. The nicest part was when I saw how you disagreed. That's, that's part of a relationship too. You know, it says by Avram, it says, uh, Avram Zokin Baba Yamim. So Chazal say every day of Avram's life, Baba Yamim, he had with him, it was fabulous. And the obvious question is, Chazal also say, Ben Arboim Shana Heker Avram is Bayre. For the first 40 years, Avram wasn't religious. He was searching. How could you say every day counts? And the answer is, while you're searching, while you're trying to figure things out, you're trying, that is also, that's also Baba Yamim. Those Averis are mitzvahs too. Those days are mitzvahs too. I said over a number of weeks ago, and people have told me that it was Machazi them, it says, Lasid Lavei, Tzadikim, the Rebbein Shalom is going to make a circle for the Tzadikim, and they're going to dance around them, and they're going to say, Zit What's the meaning of a circle? And here's how I understand it. In life, we're always moving. The Rabbi who was you knew when you were four, when you're saying, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. He's not the same Hashem for when you're, when you're a chassan or when you're a kala. And it's not the same Hashem when you're 30 or 40, and it's not going to be the same one when you're 60 or 70. People change. Their sagas change. We keep moving. Sometimes we move in the right direction. Sometimes we move. It's called Olam. It's called Helem. It's a world of Seser. So in our relationship with Kaviachal, there are times we see clearly. And there are times we don't see at all. There are times we're angry. Times we're disappointed. Times where we're full of grief. Different, different matzavim of the relationship. We're, we're, it's more, it's always moving. But you know what the tzaddikim manage to do? They're always moving. They're always moving in a circle. And a circle means you're always moving. Every part of the circle is a different position, but yet, you know what? You remained the same distance to the center. You're always equidistant from the center. And that's, I told these boys, I said, I know you're going through this shiver. You could have this disappointment. It's part of the relationship. Make sure, though, wherever you move, with the anger, with the learning, with the not learning, it's always around the center. And those Nisyainis, these are Sar Nisyainis, like the Chedushirim said, they're also Taira. These are the Sar Nisyainis that are Taira too. These are the first 40 years of Avram. And what's the takeaway to all of us? If we accept this Taira, we may have a much stronger relationship with Kaviachal than we ever imagined. These are Boim Shana. These are Sar Nisyainis. They're also Taira. We were much closer with Kaviachal than we ever imagined. Let's go to our riddle of the week. So here's a fabulous Shiloh. The Gemara says in Brachas and Afchafal of Amid Beis, Omer Avad Barava, when do you say Kedusha? Yachid doesn't say Kedusha. You need a minion. Why? Shenemar v'nigdashti b'soich b'nei Yisrael. Every Dava Sheba Kedusha needs a Sarah. Where do you learn it from? You learn it from Hibadlu mitoicha edaza. You learn it from the Meraglim, they were 10, 
and they were an Ada, right? There was 12, minus Kalev and, uh, and Yeshua Benun was 10. He said, he bought, so you see, those 10 were an Ada, so we know a Davish needs an Ada. So here's the Pella. We learn Minyan from the Miraglim. The Prima Godim says, and the Mishnah Brewer brings it in Seminun Heis of Katan Memvav, that a Mummer Lahaches or a Mummer Lavaydezar or a Machal Shabbos Befehesia, he can't be Mitzarafim to a Minyan. There was even though Friar people, they could be, they could, they could get an aliyah, but to make them part of the minion, you can't. If, if they if, if you need them for the tent, you can't. So it's the Pella, the Makoir of that you need Asara is from the Miraglam. And the Gemara says that they were Kaifrim Be'ika, that they were had a din of Apikursim. So if the whole Makoir of minion is from the Miraglam and the Miraglam were Mumrim, how could we possibly learn that a, a Mumr can't be Mustaraf to a minion when the whole Makoir, is he bought Lamatoich Eida, was from an Eida of Kaifrim? So it's a Dava Pella, a Shaila on the uh, Prima Godim and on the Mishnah Buru, which is on Ganum and La Halacha. That is our riddle of the week. If you want to leave a message by phone or dial in by phone to listen, in America, our number is 732-806-8700. In England, it's 44, like that's the country code, 33-011-70250. In Eretz Yisrael, it's uh, 02-372-0304. Let's go to our guests. Joining us from Budapest is Rabbi Baruch Obalanda. He's the Chief Rabbi of Hungary, the Avbezdin of Budapest. He's the Head Shliach of Hungary. Welcome, Rabbi Baruch. Hello, hi. Rabbi Baruch, before we start, I see you're a Talmud of Slobodka. You learned by Rabbi Shahil, Rabbi Zayv It's unusual for a Chabadska Shliach to have learned in Slobodka. Is there any story there? Uh, the story is that I grew up uh, in not in a Chabad house. I grew up in a in Papa. From there, I went to Slavotka and I continued going to Chabad. <laughs> so, how did that happen? I uh, I got involved in uh, in, in, in Chabad Chassidus. Tell us the story. It really, it really it sounds, pulled it me. Fascinating. It's very it's oh, very unusual to go from Slavotka to Chabad. I mean, give, give us a a little just a small sketch of it. Uh, what should I tell you? I learned I learned uh, Slobodka by day, and at night I used to learn Tanya and other Sifrei Hasidus, and uh, and then I decided to continue learning in in Kfar Chabad. Uh-huh. Did you ever meet the Rebbe? If I met the Rebbe, yes, yeah. many You're times. Okay, many times. Okay, so let's continue. Can you give us one thing about Hasidus that drew you so much to it, away from the great Litvish Yeshivas you learned it? The great Litvish Yeshivas is, is is really great, but for for mitzvahs and for Vedas Hashem, you need more than great lambdas. You need a little more uh, inner insight. Means both are very important, but you can't uh, just uh, uh, continue with lambdas and and Torah Well, many of the great, you know, Goyenim, Litvish Goyenim, also were the Kabbalim as well. Like, you know, they, I mean, the guy in, the guy in the, the Shagasari, they said, the guy in the Shagasari, who benigla bani benista? 
Well, did not give any any shiurim in uh, in <laughs> in Kabbalah or uh, same did not Rebbeif. Yeah, but you had Rebbeif wine trail. I mean, there were big big Kabbalah of Rebbeif Abrak when you were there. Did you know Rebbeif yeah. at all? No, I heard about him. I didn't know him. I mean, and uh, and among other things, he was a big bucky in Chabad Chassidus. He was yeah, certainly a, a makabal, you know. Okay, let's continue. Let's talk about, we're talking about mechitza. What is Chabad Shittas about mechitza? Like, chasimis, bamitzvis, sheva brachis, cancer, chasama. Um, Chabad, the Chabad Shittas on, on mechitza is uh, very, I would call it very halachadig, meaning, um, Meaning, there's there's one thing about mechitza for davening, which is the Gemara in Sukkah, but there's a, there's a more important thing for mechitza, uh, which is you know, which is shulchan aruch in Eben Ezer. Tzorich adam lisrachik minoshim, osel adam lehi asven idei hirur, or or the base shmuel that lahabit beyafia could be a iser deraisa. So uh, meaning the mixing of genders. Is halacha uh, is very dangerous. It could bring to Yisurah Deiraisa. It doesn't have to bring to Yisurah Deiraisa, but it can bring to Yisurah Deiraisa. So, in general, the accepted uh, uh, this, is the, this is in general. I mean, the Messiah of in hundreds of years, which is accepted way is that, for example, if it's at work or such things, you're not so much machmir. It's like the Noid Behuda in Yeridea Tanyona, which he says that for work you do a lot of things, even even you get into a sakona. Obviously, if if you don't feel that it brings you to, to a point where it could be a Isa But when we're talking about entertainment, simcha, or then then the, we, we we should be strict with the, the mixing of the genders because you know especially when a person is like feels free and lets down his guard more. Okay, you know, by a simcha or by entertainment, that's when we uh, we should uh, keep keep sec- uh, separate and, if possible, machitzas. Um, uh, this is the general. So uh, this ma- is the general view. So, so let's go through. by weddings machitzas. By weddings, weddings machitzas is 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 a must, as the as the base shmuel brings from the from from the, from the Bach and Siman Samach base that you know Kishan Noshim Venoshim Mechayda Rechod you don't say Shas Simcha B'Mayinai the Ein Simcha Kish Yitzer Rashaylat there's no there's no Simcha over there so that's why it's, okay. it's, it's now my wedding it's a must okay okay so when when you say a Mechita the, 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 the you said the Mechayr is the Gemara and Sukkah the Gemara and Sukkah Shalay is Arvu Elo and Elo right right uh, right and and that's the Russian Rambam in, in Rosh Hashanah, Chulu, Chulu, the Beis Yosef. Are they, could this, how high are the Mechitas by weddings? Is it Shalai Yisarev or Shalai Yisaklov? It's known that the two Rambams, there's one Rambam that I'm right, Shalai Yisarev, and the other Rambam that I'm right, Shalai Yisaklov, and, uh, you know, there's long two of Reb Moshe. If the Ikel Shlo is Taklo, the Ikel Shlo is Arvu, and usually, and mostly, the uh, at least by the Haredi world, it's accepted that Shlo is Taklo. So that's okay. why it should what be about by, shoulder um, high should be even higher. And what about um, by um, by Sheva Brachas? Um, the same thing by Sheva Brachas. The same thing is by Sheva Brachas also. The only thing is, if we're talking about Mamash, a small Sheva Brachas, you know, close-knit family, close Sheva Brachas, then sometimes they just sit separately because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a different... Uh, but, uh, but usually,
usually, usually by by Shavu Brachas, there's also machitzas. And uh, what about by what about by a concert? A concert is surely entertainment, and a concert should uh, should be uh, minimum, uh, uh, not minimum. It should be separate separate seating because you know it's it's entertainment, so there shouldn't be any mixing of the of the of the genre. So you're That's saying. Accepted. So it was accepted, like the Satmar Rebbe said, Shalai Yistak Luwei Luwamelu. That's what you're saying, like the Persian Mishnah. The Lubavitcher Rebbe also accepted the Shalai Yistak Luwamelu. Let me ask you a question. What about by a chuppah? Do they have a machitza between the men and the women? No. No. The Chuvin Ksav Seifer by a chuppah standing outside by a chuppah, there are no machitzas. What about sitting? Most chuppahs today are not standing outside, but sitting inside down a fancy aisle with a with with rug in the middle, with music and a hair in a hand. What about by the sitting chuppahs? I never, I never saw machitzas by any chuppahs, not even by sitting by sitting chuppahs. What happened to Leishoy Stakhlo Elo Relo? It's a good question. It's a good question. Sometimes... Sometimes, for example, in Chabad it's not like this, but by, by a, a lot of Hasidim, a lot of Hasidim, uh, for example, Simchas um, Teure, um, or it's, you know, they keep the machitz a little more open, or the women come into the men's section by the end, and there's a, a saying of the Pinchas Karitze, you know, Thomas the Baal Shem Tov, that uh, it's such a holy, uh, such a holy time that nothing, uh, uh, nothing wrong can happen. That's I guess I guess sometimes you, I guess sometimes you rely you rely on this. But in Chabad, in Chabad is not such an official custom. I have a machitza by the chuppah. Uh, no, I mean not a machitza. I never saw any any machitza. Say some chesed to open. The, 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 the women should come into the men's section. I didn't see in Chabad, but in in other other places it is in Vishnitz and I think even in Satmar and different places. Do you understand that? I mean, Kali and Yom Kippur. <laughs> seems to be more the the, the, the possibility of Kalis Reish by by Simchas seems much more than Anim Kippa. And Anim Kippa, you say they have a Shalai Staklu, but on Simchas Torah they don't. Does that sound consistent to you? You have a good point. That's why in Chabad I didn't see this many. Interesting enough, there was once the Rebbe once wrote Choshevarov uh, about mitzvah tans. That uh, and the Rav asked the Rebbe that Hakol is no mitzvah tans in Chabad. That by other, you know, that, that there's a, there's a different ages that even in Chabad they used to have mitzvah tans. So the Rebbe says, Afapisha hoisa huva b'meihu avis v'chulu because it's it's a place where it's uh, it gets to, it could get to kalus rish. Interesting. I mean, is there a mitzvah by a mitzvah tans? I think. I think that in the last years, the some type of machitza is coming up, but I'm not so updated because I'm here in Budapest already for 30 years, and uh, we don't have mitzvah tans over here. Uh, but once in a while, when I go to weddings, you know, I, I heard I heard already of different uh, some types of machitzas already by weddings, but it's a new it's a new uh, minig. Uh, it wasn't uh, 25, 35 years ago. There wasn't. How could if the Isser Shalai Staklo, how could they possibly have a mitzvah time? I mean, isn't a mitzvah time the essence of what a 
It's like you're making mechitas and then the cow is dancing with, with, with the men. It sounds so, to me, it sounds so. No, the, 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 the real explanation is that in olden times, I mean, olden times, I don't mean 300 years ago, even just before the Second World War, uh, usually a chassan was not a big hall with 300 people attending. It used to be in, in, in the house. They used to take out the furniture into the, into the, into the yard. And they used to sit in the living room. And the women used to sit or by the neighbor's house. And it used to be like, you know, close-knit family. So it's a whole different, uh, it was a whole different type of setting. It was like a sm- very small uh, crowd of Hello, the immediate Re- family. Rebarak, that's true. In fact, it was so poor. Most Chassimus were Erev Shabbos so that they could have the Shabbos meal double up as the Simcha meal. But if you, anybody who reads, uh, you know, Barthes Akredish, I forgot the name of these things, you have the Rebbe weddings with, you know, 20,000 people and the Kalim dancing in the middle with the, with the, with the Rebbe, you see the pictures. Isn't that like the Hepach of the whole Muslim of Machitza? You're talking about today? Yeah. It's, it's astonishing, yeah. isn't it? It is, but then then you could see also pictures today that uh, that the, the the color face is covered. A lot of a lot of so a somebody, lot of so way. some so somebody's face is covered. A woman whose face is covered to dance with men in 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 It's exaggeration to call it to dance with men. You know, she holds she holds. I'm just saying it's called it's called a mitzvah dance. Yeah, yeah, but but practically she's standing there holding the gospel on the other hand, on the other hand, and uh, and, and and the rabbi is dancing. So she doesn't move, you're saying? She just stands there and the rabbi dances. Oh, that's 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 the usual. I never saw a color dancing. Okay, Rebarach, I haven't been by. I apologize for my ignorance. Okay, another question to you. Chabad is very machber and machitza, right? Yeah. On the other hand, the Chabad houses almost all have a very big Shabbos meal where there's the Zeruvuvya of Anashim Venashim and there's clearly no Mechitza, there's socializing which seems to be very against the concept of Mechitza. It seems very you know, certainly some Chassidus would consider it promiscuous. Can you explain, like on one hand you're saying, by davening by Mitzvah, where people are separated by a distance there's a mechitza that's high, and yet in the Chabad houses, there's a lot of fraternitizing going on by the meal. And I can tell you that I've been to Chabad houses when I'm in remote parts of the world sometimes, and I haven't traveled that much lately, but when I did, I used to go and have to be in remote parts of all these. It was, it, it, there was, there was, you know, um, there was no mechitza, and, and there is fraternitizing. How do you balance that? Okay, I can't, uh, I can't tell you about all Chabad houses, uh, uh, for, by me, in my Chabad house, in my shul here in Budapest, uh, even by the meals, I'm acted that men should sit on one side of the table and women on the other side of the table. No, uh, no without a machita. Without a machita. But with a machita? No what? So, so r- 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 without a machita. So, Rabbarach, you Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the, the, the first thing. The second thing is, as I okay. mentioned before, that, uh, not only not only Chabad houses we don't have uh, you know a lot of we don't have machitas on different uh, occasions, but also when we go to work, uh, you know business meetings and office meetings and et cetera et cetera, and uh, then we we you know we try to to be only you know what Allah tells us uh, you know you have to, and you know by uh, business meetings we don't have machitas. I once spoke to a, a big paisek and he told me. Wherever there's a hetter 
of Hefset Meruba or, or, or things like this, you could use the Heter also when you're talking about to be Makarav Eden to Yiddishkeit. Because, you know, it's uh, to be Makarav Eden to Yiddishkeit is at least as important as Hefset Meruba in, 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 a, in a business. So that's why, you know, I, I insist that people should sit on two sides of the table. So, you know, it should be, it should be on, 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 the, on the level of a business meeting. Interesting. But obviously, obviously, there's no such thing as as uh, as uh, by kiruv. Every, everything is allowed. I mean, you know, there's shachanah. They also for kiruv. The only thing is, sometimes you have to, uh, you know, you have to use hefsed meruba hetelim or where possible. But really, the rebbe, the rebbe never, the, the rebbe never said about how you, sh- you should be more meiko. There's a letter from the rebbe that for a dinner, the rebbe said that you should have a mechitza. Or a machitza or a separate seating at least. I don't remember exactly what is in that letter. Interesting. In general, in general, you know, there's 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 uh, there's the levush the levush says uh, that uh, you could say shasim uh, chobim where there isn't there isn't a machitza, but uh, the world has changed. Okay, yeah. that's what he says. You know, people are more uh, uh, you know are more uh, meet more more, but. Uh, that Rebbe writes in a letter about this, that Dabai Nisena Rabbim, Dabai Nisena Rabbim, it, Roim Ashele Eis Ato Eina Doverkach. It's not exactly like that. And now, you know, in the, in the, in the era of the Me Too movement, we see that uh, people should be careful and uh, we shouldn't believe that uh, we're grown up so we, we, we could control ourselves. You know, very interesting. I want to I want to point out. I mean, I take a, a little bit of a, a different side of this. That, um, for example, this Shabbos and I was sure we had a we brought in Chazan Helfka, and he sang. It was matzah of mamish v'raimimus. He was it was what he sang more like balkzilla hamchazanis. I mean, and it went for hours, and people never heard him before. And people were mamish dancing. They were crying. So we have a gallery with a lot of women. It's up on the second floor, you know, gallery, like like in the base I make this, without the, the, the one of the high mechitzas. And afterwards, the women said it was like the most amazing filler they could remember. So when 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 Sarah Shanira started school, that who was, was I think it was the Suval Karov. I don't I, rem, I don't remember. I'll, I'll, I have to check my notes. But he was had a correspondence with the Chafetz Chaim, and the upshot was they said, so you don't teach them Tyra. So Baruch Hashem, we reached an era now, this is in the early 1900s, where the women, they're reading the Titan game, they're reading all the books, they're reading the newspapers, the magazines, and what's that? Tyra. They said, they said that's absurd. And that was the Haskama, why she was able to teach Tyra in the, uh, in the high school. Yeah, Lubavitcher also today, brought up yeah. this point many times. So what you have here is, is you have, you know, the women... TikTok, Megan Zagain, right? TikTok, Instagram, the fashion store that is, I mean, it's a very trade world. But in Shul, make sure the Mechitza can be garnished and it's bulletproof. They feel so separated in Shul. It's like they're in a different uh, hemisphere. And I wonder why? if it's just a Sarab Afsayda. Because why, 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 why should the, the women not be able to see? Why should the women not be able to see the men? Because, but I don't mean it. If you put a Mechitza, you put the, a, a big thing over there. I'm talking about from a balcony where you don't need it. Where there's, which by the season they have, where these, these little peepholes, right? 
and you, you're far away, not that the sound comes through so much, not the vision. You get, like a woman says, she said, I never saw them take out the Torah before. We just built the show, we put up a balcony. I, said, I never saw them take out the Torah before. So to take out the, the magazine, yeah. Take out the movie, yeah. Take out the Netflix, yeah. But take out the Torah, okay, well, it, it, it sounds to me that, like sort of like we have to figure out. When you have a thing that's kosher, like by the, by the base of Migdash, the, 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 the woman could see. That was the whole purpose of it. That it was sort of they felt involved, and now we say no. Baruch Hashem, Achshadar will cut them out. You know what? If they're not here, they're doing other things. What have we cut out? The people who are taking care of our children, they can't see when you take the tire out of the out of the thing. I just wonder whether the same thing has become. There's two points over here. First of all, in the Beis English was the same thing that that you know the, we take the mechitzah from the Beis Hamikdash. Uh, but the Beis Hamikdash. Clearly, there wasn't a, a, a net over there that they couldn't see from. And all it says is they made a balcony. And our couple well, what about the What about the Toysa Sarid over there? Uh, this Kirid writes, and then another one, and then another one, and other thing is also when you talk about when you're talking about Yotza Shorebev Seidei, but you also have to think, think about Yotza Shorebev Seidei when Chaz Shalom it gets it, it gets to a divorce because uh, you know. So you know, you also, somebody looked down from. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking when you're, 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 you're too much makeup. When you're too much with the the mingling, uh, sometimes Hello. Uh, nobody's Shorebev Seidei. Nobody's makeup of mingling. It's the, the chumra of shalayu stak lo'elu amelu. So when, when a lady's in shul and someone she's sitting on a balcony, we're saying, let's cut them out. So is there a price to pay for that? I'm just pointing out, when a, when a woman says to me she never saw them take the toy out before, it struck me like that. She probably wow. never looked. She never looked. Every shul you could see the... the she can't look. No. By the way, there's okay. another point that I wanted to bring out because people sometimes misunderstand it. People understand the tshuva of the Moshe. The Moshe is writing this whole long tshuva so he should be able to lower the mechitza from high above so he should go only no. to shoulder height. It's really the other way around. The Moshe with his tshuva, the Moshe with his tshuva came to be machmir. It shouldn't be tent for him or no mechitza at all. He pulled the mechitza up. But, you know, but he did, he did, his tshuva not, didn't come to make or his tshuva came to be machne on, on, the, on the situation in those years. Yeah. Rabbarach, thank you very much for your time. Okay, thank you very much. Here's Mordechai ben David, a short clip sharing what he heard from the Lubavitcher Rebbe about mixed concerts. אותה ברכה, כמובן שהם ישיבה נפרדת, כשהתקרבנו למועד, אז הם פתאום שמו לב שהמכירות הן קצת... חלשות. צולע. אז כתבו מכתב לרבה עוד פעם, וביקשו שאולי זה מוסד לילדים מיוחדים, והשקיעו ככה בכסף כבר בעניין הזה, ולא רוצים להפסיד, אולי אפשר לעשות אזור אחד ל... ישיבה משפחתית. אז הרב חזר, הרב כתב בחזרה, אמר, כל הנ"ל אינו משנה את השולחן ערוך. ברכה והצלחה. וכמובן שנמכר עד הסוף. כן, לא יום, עד האפס מקום, ברוך השם. אבל כן, זה כבר שנים, 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 שנים.
Joining us from New York is Rabbi Arya Leibowitz. He's the Rav of Beis HaKnesses of Northwood Mir. He also says the Smicha Shir in Yeshiva's Rabbi Yitzhak Elchanan. Why are you? He's Mechaber of Number Sfarim HaKarim Elama. He has thousands of Shurim online and why you Tyra. Welcome, Rabbi Arya. Thank you very much. Great to talk to you again. So, Barry, give us, what is your, the Kabbalah that you have from both the Rebbe and the Parashal Shasta, from YU, and Hilchus Mechitzes, when yes, when no, weddings, bar mitzvahs, concerts, Shadow Brachasen, mixed family meals. Give, give us what you, you have a Messiah on this, what is it? Um, so, I mean, obviously, in terms of a, of, of a shul, there's nothing to discuss. Uh, it's just a matter, I mean, I shouldn't say there's nothing to discuss. There's nothing to discuss as far as whether in mechitah is necessary, but there's a major machlokas, kayadua, uh, between Rav Moshe and the, and the Sadr Rebbe, about, uh, about what the reason for mechitah is, with a few nafkamim of the halacha, in terms of whether a glass mechitah would technically be okay, and how high the mechitah would have to be. But as far as anywhere outside of that, meaning, in terms of like uh, like you said, um, a suuda family suuda. Um, so I think of Moshe already uh, already right that uh, based on a raya from Kabbalat Pesach that uh, even multiple families can eat together as long as it's not what he calls a kibbutz. He thinks if it's a, if it's a gathering, which some understand he means like just open to the public kind of gathering that's not by invitation only. That uh, you know that that when it's by invitation only, it should not require a mechitza. But if it's like a more public gathering. Then it would require mechita. However, one one thing we certainly are makabel from from my rebbeim, certainly our shech b'shlita, um, is that uh, whenever you're in a shul, you're dealing with a machum kadosh, and therefore whenever you're uh, around kedusha, there's a higher sensitivity to tzniyus. Now, that's really part of the mesora of uh, of kali, so that there's a higher sensitivity to tzniyus in the place of uh, in, in in the place of kedusha. Even back in the days when when uh, you know a lot of women didn't cover their hair or people didn't necessarily always wear stockings or whatever, when they come to shul, there was always you know every shul had a thing for women to put something on their on their head when they go to shul because there's an understanding that shul is a place where uh, which has uh, uh, an elevated level of kedusha. Elevated level of kedusha means there's an elevated level of of tzniyus. Even as far as chasmas are concerned, um, it's uh, the the idea that uh, that we have separate seating at a chasna. It is it was not always makubo. Um, I'll I'll tell you, my, my rebbe of Shach Bishlita has told us that it probably wasn't as necessary to have separate seating at chasnas um, a while back because even though maybe women weren't always as mocked on exactly covering the elbows and the necklines and everything exactly, but the dresses were much more tenua and now. Uh, uh, even if they are covering exactly, you know, what the, the checklist is supposed to be, they're generally not as tenua, and they're more eye-catching. And uh, Schechter told us that he thought maybe that's more of a reason uh, maybe not to be together so much at a wedding. Interesting. You know, they say Ramosh's wedding did not have a machita. Right. Well, well, certainly it's kids' weddings. I mean, there are people that tell, I, I, I don't know if anyone can, can be an eyewitness report from Moshe's own wedding, but uh, of David's wedding, of Ruben's wedding, people were there, uh, you know, of Tema's wedding. Um, I, I'm pretty sure everyone acknowledges that those did not have uh, separate seating. So what, today, you're, you're a Rav. I mean, what do you tell your Balabatim? Mechitza or no Mechitza by a wedding? So I've yet to be asked the question, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, I think it's a matter of community standards. Meaning, Meikar Adin, 
Um, a wedding is an invitation-only kind of event. Probably, well, a mechitza for the dancing has become acceptable in, in almost all Orthodox uh, circles. Because dancing, you understand, people are, you know, jumping up and down and, uh, you know, uh, acting more wildly. So you would imagine that uh, that it would be totally inappropriate for men to be looking at women uh, dancing in such a way. But as far as just sitting and having a suda together, sitting and having a meal, the dinner probably does not require mechitza, as Moshe says, based on the raya from Karbun Pesach. Uh, but again, it's a matter of a person's and a community sensitivity. I think a lot of this has to do with uh, the, the overall attitude toward towards Tznius. We live in a world that's very, very far from Tznius, where boundaries of everything are being are being crossed and, and, and just obliterated and, and ignored. And uh, so some react by going to, to, to the opposite extreme, you know, like the Rambam writes uh, when it comes to Midos. Uh, whereas others say, no, we have to model how to be normal and how to be how you can live within uh, a proper gather of Tzniyus without going to, to extremes. So, okay, that's a matter for Gedolei Torah to, uh, to debate and for each community to figure out what works best for them. Shava Brachas, what would you say? Same thing like by uh, by Hathana? Yeah, I think so. Shavuot even you know is 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 uh, usually a much smaller gathering than the chasna. Chasna, you know, part of what you have to take into account is how much kalos rosh is there at the at the gathering. You know, the Gemara says at the end of Masechah Sukkah that they learn from the uh, from the hesped of Mashiach ben Yosef that even b'shas hesped when uh, it's a nashim levad and nashim levad. So kalvachomer, you know, at a time of greater kalos rosh. But it's a um, mavur from the Gemara. We see from that Gemara that they're 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 it's a call and a chamur, meaning that there is there are different levels of uh, of, of risk. What kinds of people are there? Is it family members? Is it non-family members? Is it a place where it's likely to lead to Kalitz Rosh? So, you know, Shavar Bachos, I would imagine, is a place that's much less likely to lead to the sense of Kalitz Rosh probably than the Chasana. It's a smaller crowd, a more self-selecting crowd, um, and usually a crowd that already uh, has a Shaykhus, so all family members are all, uh, you know, from one side, from the other side. Uh, so I would think uh, much less so. But again, each community based on, uh, on their communal space. I don't know if historically we ever had um, separate entrances and separate coat rooms and separate everything. You know, uh, I don't know when, 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 when so much separation has uh, you know has, has come into the picture. But uh, you know, I guess that's a question for historians. Shravari, what's your what's your hard gusha? Like on one hand, you have communities that have separate entrances, separate buildings separate everything, right? And you say, you know, what could be wrong with that? I mean, you know, it's like when it comes to Shmuramaksa, I mean, you know, the base of Levi had 27 Chumrit. Be Mashmir. And on the other hand, you say you have the people who say, look, you know, let's be normal. Let's be, I don't see what there's an issue here. Like, why hasn't that, that we're, we're even, you know, Lutfisha Mashmirim, like the base of Levi, you know, I was, the brisk, I was by a wedding with, with Rav, Rav Shach and, and and it was a brisk wedding. I forgot it was Rav Shach was 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 calling to to to, to Rav Michal's wife, talking to her. Like you don't see, they had people who are very machmirim in mitzvahs, and when it came to this, they didn't they didn't embrace the Hasidic thing of separate entrances and not talking. Why not? What's wrong with it? If there's an there's an argument to be made that if a person is 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 never uh, ex- 
exposed to a normal, healthy interaction, a cordial kachabas or something like that, as uh, as you walk by in the lobby of the shul or something like you know something like that. And when inevitably one does encounter women, which in today's day and age, uh, anyone who's working in the business world or anywhere else is uh, or walks in the street or goes shopping in supermarkets, will will inevitably encounter you know many women and should be able to know how to interact respectfully and cordially and properly. And uh, if, if all you ever hear about women is that they're terrible and they're uh, and they have to stay as far away as possible, so it could lead to some very unhealthy and improper interactions. You know, I have a Rebbe, one of my Rebbeim in high school, said that uh, when he started teaching, he used, to, he used to tell the boys that girls are bad, girls are evil, girls are terrible. And then he realized at a certain point, all these boys need to get married one day. So maybe he should say, girls are bad for you now. <laughs> they're not healthy for you to be socializing with girls at this point in your life. But they are fantastic. They're wonderful. They're going to be in the Sheikhail and they're going to they're going to be the Akaras Abayis and they're going to be the, those who push you for a greater spiritual accomplishment than the Bechulet Bechulet. Uh, so if, 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 yeah, there, there is an argument to be made that if a person is is always just thinking about distance and staying away and staying away, so what do you do when the when the cashier happens to be a woman, when the when the when the person you have to uh, close a business deal with sitting on the other side of the table is a woman? Is is are, are, you, are you not going to look in that direction and insult them? Are you, meaning that there there is a way to to interact. It's important to know that there's a way to interact in a healthy and respectful and cordial way. Rabari, do you have any you. other halachas on mechitza that you would like to share that you say, David, this is something you may have not thought about? One of the points that, that people don't realize is that everyone thinks it's, a, it's only about his stock list. It's not only about his stock list. There's also our salvation piece to highlight that it's also b'chuk koseyam l'seilechu, that one has to be careful uh, about about how uh, how how we we set up our souls and uh, how we behave in general. You know, when one acts with pretzels, that is a violation of b'chuk koseyam l'seilechu. Also, it's one of the two definitions of that's if a person acts with a sense of priest. That's what Rav Moshe highlights when Moshe talks about a woman a woman dressing in a theistic way. He doesn't highlight this either. He doesn't think that's the biggest issue. Uh, he, he thinks that the biggest issue is I think the general discussion around Tzmiyas and these kinds of Gedarim of Tzmiyas, uh, people should focus a little bit on that also, not only, not only on the uh, on the Histocracy. I would add on to that a different Nakuja that people may miss is that we notice that, that the Gemara in Sukkah that you mentioned talks about Masud Lavi is going to be the Hetzbid of uh, a Mashiach ben Yosef and, and they're going to Mishpachis Mishpachis Lavad. The Gemara makes a Kabbalah So Rashi says, the Yetzirah was killed already and it's a Masud of Kalatrash. So if there's no Yetzirah, why are we separating men and women? It means you don't separate, you know, your, your, your apples and oranges, right? And the answer mm-hmm. is because there's a concept of smias that has nothing to do with the Yetzirah. We we have smias means that we 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 recognize lines, demarcation lines. This is one side. This is the other side. Even without the Yetzirah, smias. Yeah, a certain respect and a separation. Like we don't we don't yeah, we're not together. We're separate. 
Right, and that, it's not the same point, but it reminds me a little bit of Moshe's Truva about, uh, about co-education for young children before the Yitzhar sets in, right? Once the Yitzhar sets in, the child is in 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th grade, that's, uh, you know, that, that's obviously a problem. But, uh, but dealing with young children, so if Moshe makes a machokas, he says machokas between the Mishabur and the Magin Avram, if someone who doesn't have a Yitzhar, whether there's an Indian of Chinuch in such matters, in such matters of Smeus, before the Yitzhar sets in, because you could argue on the one hand that anyone who wouldn't have Yetzirah wouldn't have such a problem, wouldn't have such a, you know, wouldn't have such a requirement to uh, to, to stay away from socializing. Uh, or on the other hand, you could argue that, yeah, some, but these people will have a Yetzirah one day, and therefore you need to, uh, you need to, you need to uh, accustom them to the behaviors that will be acceptable when they do have a Yetzirah. So Mesha thinks it's a Machlokas Mishabru and Magin Avram and Hilchus Mulav of all places. Um, but what you're saying now is 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 is, is an additional chat uh, beyond what Amisha says, which is that even if they'll never have a Yitzhara, there's just a tzura to the way that, uh, that that the Jewish community looks and the way that Jews behave, and that tzura involves a certain amount of separation. Very interesting. Rabari, thank you very much for your time. Okay, my pleasure. Always good to talk to you. Joining us from New York. Is Rav Shai Tahan, a renowned, a Rav, a Paisik, a Talmud of Demir, for Talmud of Shmuel Birenbaum, etc. He's a Rosh Koyal in, uh, in Brooklyn, in Shari uh, Ezra. He has a base Hira called Arze Halavonen. He's a Musmach of Rav Belsky, Rav Chavskal Roth, and the Chesidish side, and the Sephardish side, Rav Leo Bakshi Doron, and many others. Welcome, Rav Shai. Thank you very much for having me again. I really feel it's a big, big foot. Okay, so Rav Shai, I want to ask you some hard questions, okay? You're a big ball kisher and a big... I'm going to ask you the, the hard questions. Everybody knows the Machlekes, the Satma Rebbe, and Ramosha about Machitza. For almost a thousand years, two thousand years, there's not a single in the Shulchan Aruch it's not brought. I mean, they must have had shoals before Ramosha and the Satma Rebbe, right? Doesn't say any place, not in the Shulchan Aruch, not in the Paiskim. Does a shoal need a Machitza? How high a Machitza should be? Can you see through the Machitza, etc.? How is such a thing, Shaykh? First, just to, to bring out that Rabbi Kiva Iger himself writes that the mechitza should be to the height that women should not be seen. So it seems from the words of Rabbi Kiva Iger, it's in Likutei Tshuvis V'chidushim, Rabbi Kiva Iger brings such a thing down. So it seems that he goes with the sheet of the Satmelav. There's Moshmoshi in other places as well. Where right? is, I, did, I didn't see that Likutei Tshuvis. Where is it? It's in Simon Nun. Right. from He says that the purpose of a mechitza it needs to be high enough that Knei Hanoshim should not be seen in the Ezra's Hanoshim. I don't know how I so, missed that. Okay, so I, I do not know how I missed that. Okay, continue. But uh, we, we but it's, find... It's, it's not brought... It's, until, let's say, until that, Rebbe Kivet, what's the Makar for that? Oh, it's not brought so, anywhere. So There's a point, it's not brought anywhere. In Hilchus, how could it be that in Hilchus Bay Saknesis, in Hilchus Tzvila, it doesn't say it has to be a Mechitza in the show? Oh, oh, oh. So I, I, I want to... I wanna, start off with saying that a uh, famous Rambam that says there's nothing more beautiful and Yofila Isha Ella Bikotle Besa. Women would not go out of the house, Rambam says, maybe once or twice a month. They, should, right. they would not go out. Even Rambam, it seems like the Rambam in Hilchazishas, right? Yes. Even though Saisus in, in the end of Megillah says that they would come on Yom Kippur and also uh, the Rambam writes that uh, they should, you, should write, you should put Shaitrim from uh, from in, in the holidays, since there's women and men, and they they, they might gather around together, so you have to appoint 
policemen. But otherwise, it seems from few Mekoyres that women would not go out. There's an interesting, um, in Choyshen Mishpat, it's brought down, in Eben Ezer, it's brought down what a man needs to give a woman uh, as levush, clothing. And he says over there that he doesn't need to give her a coat. Why not? So I think the base Smuel over there says, that the reason is because they can use the same coat, the men and the wife, because the woman never goes out. She goes out only sometimes to base Ovil. Yeah, and, so and, and, I would, that, and I would add on to what you're saying, is that some cipher, yes. when he asks why Nashim Apata for making a bracha for Hadlakis Neiris, there's no reason why they shouldn't make a Hadlakis Neiris, right? It's, it's uh, um, um, the even in it, but they don't make the bracha. So he says it's because why are they going out to, to, to light by the Pesach by Habayas? They never went out. But, right. but but I would point out, but yeah. on the other hand, I would point out, Ratan, that if you look, that was mostly in Arabic countries, right? The women went out. The Ramam writes, she should only go out once a month, and he says she should go out with a burqa, basically. That's how they did it in Arabic countries. But you already see in the 1700s already, uh, the Bach brings from the Lavush, he says, that was in the olden days, but today the women go out, etc. The, the, the nobody less than the, the B'nai Sascha writes, he says this that um this that is a din of um sicha um, beisha you shouldn't be b'mar besicha beisha. He says people talk to women. He says because in the old days since they never went out to go to speak to a woman was something that was very could be marba you know uh, hearer. But he says today everybody works in the workplace together. He says so there's no mar there's no din of lahar besicha misha. The Kaisenberger brings it from his grandfather too. It seems that he and he says ain men again who came and that's what the that's what the Bach writes is all and this the Bach uh, lived in the early 17s. So, so it seems that, notwithstanding the Chsam Seifa and, and the Rambam, it does seem that in Ashkenaz and in Poland, the women did go out, and yet it wasn't really discussed. The Ramah doesn't write. My point is the, the Ramah, who lived less than 100 years before the Bach, right? He, he was two generations, doesn't bring it. The Shulchan Aruch, you know, you should have a Mechitza in the Shul. Shikl will have a pellet to me, but okay. I hear. We found all the Sakhanus like this, by the way. What the, what some Tracer brings down, the Sakhanus from other uh, place in Ashkenaz place in Natsu, for instance, a woman should not do Birkas Alevana, the Aftakas Tadanya brings this down, that she shouldn't do Birkas Achama also as well. It's brought down in, in Chavalim Banimim. Other place as well bring such a thing that women should, women should not go for Tashlich, for instance. Uh, brings this down on the, on the market frame. So we found such ideas. So you're right. But on the other hand, you ha- I, I hear you want to say there's a look between, I never thought of that, Saudi countries and Ashkenaz countries. I mean, the Rambam writes, you should go out with uh, a burqa. So he's clearly talking about a, in a different world, you know. So l- let me ask you a different question. So now let's go to the heart of the matter, which is really the Machlekes um, Ramesha and the Satma Rebbe. Um, what is the purpose of Machitza? Is the purpose of Mechitza that they shouldn't be mis'arizems, that they shouldn't mingle one with the other? Or is the purpose of Mechitza that they shouldn't see each other? That, that's, that's really right. one of the key, you know, disagreements about Mechitza. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So as you, as, as you said it beautifully, Moshe learned that the Mechitza purpose is just not so they shouldn't touch each other's hands and shouldn't mingle. Shouldn't be uh, uh, speaking to each other, mingling, going, mingling, but it also says touch your hands. And, and by the way, uh, and, according to Ramosha, a glass machitza would be good. A, a glass on the third height, he says, that would, as long as the women come with smears, 
On the third height, since that separates between them and men, he says men anyway are mitzvah not to look at the women. So that's nothing to do with uh, the union of mechitza. So a glass mechitza at Ramai should be good as for a shoulder height, a glass mechitza. And according to the Satan Rebbe, he says clearly not like that. It has to be where you can't see the woman, etc. Which is why I believe in the in the in the in the Hasidish shuls. You know, it's the, the, even if it's on a balcony, etc. You know, it's it's totally covered over. They have like these little peepholes to look through. So, which, yeah. so, so talk us through the, the stardom of the Machlaikis. Give it like a, a mini shear to the island here. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, the Moshe held that the shear is, uh, the shear of the Mesita should be up to the shoulders. And that's sufficient to separate it. When the which is 16, she said, that's the Lashon he used, which is about 16, so I, I, a meter five and feet a half. Tall, around five feet tall. And that, that's, that's, that's a Moshe Shita. And, but the fact that you, that you see the face of the woman, that anyway you must have enough to look. Uh, even though a Moshe held very strongly, he wrote it right in the beginning of his Shura, that Mephitsa is the key of the Raisa. Only in the Shul. By the way, only, only in the base of Migdash in the Shul he writes it. Yes, in the Shul. And, um, and, and, yeah. And, and, yeah, but once in the Shul, you have to be more of a Kedusha in time of prayer. You need to have a Mephitsa. So that's the way you build the Shul. It's, by the way, it's, it's, it's a din in building a shul. This is the way you build a shul. And therefore, because of that, it's, let's say, uh, uh, one time, Moshe was asked, sometimes a woman walks into the, as a, a nashim to, to, to uh, collect sadaka. She sits in the back. She sits in the corner. She says, so Kaddish. Moshe, interestingly, says in Europe, he said, women would co- a woman would come to shul to say Kaddish. Which, by the way, we have in our show here in Muncie. I was after Shiloh. There was a, a girl whose father died. She didn't leave over any any sons. And she asked me if she should say Kaddish. I said, yeah. You see, Ramosha held she could say Kaddish, right? And he says that was the minig in Europe that a woman could say Kaddish. There are clearly those who disagree. But that's where Ramosha held. He says, is there a Shiloh of Mechitzas? He says, no, like you're saying, it's it's a dove of the Mikra. It's, it's one person, etc. That's not what the purpose of the Mechitzah was for. Okay, so the only thing you would have in such a thing is Efshar Kol Isha. So over here we found the Feilish that the Gemara brings down, that Akol Olim Lemin and Shiva, and even the Shukhanok brings down. Vafilu Isha. The Choynim deal with the question, how is it possible? And, no, isha. and, and they say that there's no Kol Isha Bamira, only the Nagina. And I guess when she's saying a bracha, it's not a Nigin, you know? You could talk, okay, you could so, talk to a woman, there's no Shiloh of Kol Isha, right? That, that, um, you know Deli Aulama, because uh, the Gemara in the beginning of the fourth barrack in Kedushin, Asala Yuxin brings down that you couldn't, you, you couldn't answer Shela Shalom, it's called Isha, and Yahu Rabbe Nirashma say it's only Shela Shalom, not singing. Okay, that's a different discussion, you're right, but um, concerning the, the Kriyas Asayra, uh, it seems like she was Kaira the Masayra, not only say the Bracha. So the wow. Hoynim asked the question, yeah. The wow. Hoynim asked the question. In that question, case, it would be a child if she was doing Benagina, it's Kaira Isha. Oh, so... Uh, many many Achoyim, though, is not on. I saw a few Achoyim say that it means that she's the grandmother between her her children and grandchildren. That's how they say. But there's a beautiful chida. I, I don't understand how you could say that. Shulchan Aruch says that the reason Anisha's Oyelulaminyan Shiva, but Ein Minogainu came because of Kavod Atzibar. So if it's a grandmother and her Einiklach, there's going to be a din of Kavod Atzibar. The Baba with her grandchildren, she's allowed to kiss them, Lalacha, she's allowed to hug them. That's going to be all Kavod Atzibar. That that stretches. That's that stretching the Halacha. Let me not to worry. But Myritz, Myritz, Shulia, I want to tell you a beautiful Chidah. The Chidah says by, by um, 
by Kriya Sayam with the men and the women singing. The Pashas were saying that uh, they were singing separately. That's the Pashmaut of Sukim. That's how Rashi seems to say. But the Chida writes that seems, Chida writes not necessarily that they were separated. They didn't hear one the other. But rather it was in a time of Moira, in a place of Moira, a place of fear. So there's no, uh, there's no Yetzirah uh, involved. That's how he says it. You have, and you have a raya from the Gemara in Saita. In other words, the Gemara in Saita says that there's a, is it to be Negeya, Biyada Isha, right? You know, uh, okay, we're not going into it. So, so, so the Gemara right. says, that, yes, and, and, and you see the Kayan used to put his hand on the Yada Isha by, by the Hanafa of the Omer, of her Milcha. So, 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 so they say, the Paiskim say over there that B'makam Amoira, there was, there was no hair, interestingly. Very good. Okay, so, so, so here's the problem. So here's the problem yeah. with... So, so Ramesha says that it's because of Shalai Yistakel, right? I'm sorry, Shalai Lissarev. And that's how the Rambam in, in Hilchus Rosh Hashanah says clearly. That's his Lashin, Shalai Lissarev. And the Mishnah says that. Same thing, Shalai Lissarev, not Shalai Lissakel. The problem is, is that the Pirish HaMishnayis, the Rambam, is the only place on the Yazdaiti that I saw that he says it's because of Yistakel. So the Rambam in the Pirish HaMishnayis is precisely what he writes in the Yad HaZakah. So, and the Satma Rebbe, interestingly, when he says, oh, Ramesh is wrong, he quotes the Rambam and the Pirish HaMishnayis. He does not quote the Rambam and the Yad HaChazaka, which the Rambam wrote much later in life, and he wrote it La Nor does he quote the Lashon Mishnah, which is Shaloi uh, He turns it's a den of his stockless. But it's really, Ramesh is right, if, if you look at the Mishnah and the Rambam, they don't say like, like, like the Satma Rebbe says, no? Okay. I, I mean, I didn't look, I didn't see, but even, even um, if that's the purpose, the whole purpose of Mephitsa, indeed, uh, could be, I didn't see the Rambam inside, could be that, uh, I'm saying, Moshe agrees that, of course, one should look as well. If you're going to look, definitely you can be in such a place. It's Manfila especially, as some Seifer says, that we make Kubel says, Manu, that a person that's Mehalel, Be'isha, Filu Be'ishto, you right? Bizman Silo and Silas Mekubelis. It's not going to be accepted. So uh, that's Mekubelanu, he writes some papers. So I'm assuming. I, I, I want to just read, I want to yeah. read the Lashon of the Rambam in, in Hochel Shaifa. Kate said, you oisin yam to Varishan, I misakin the Migdish will not show Kideshalayis Arvu Elu Emelu. Lashon of Rambam in Hochel Shaifa, the Lul of Ches Halachi Yudbez. And the Miri on that Gemara says, Lahamid Anashim Venashim Birvuvya. And it's really the Lashon and the Mishnah in Midas too. So you have a Mishnah, you have the Ramam and the Yadah Chazaka, and then you have the Ramam and the Pirish Mishnah, which is really the Makar for this other opinion. Right. But, pointing but, out that it's a... Are you here? According to the Sad Malav, you could say that, it's too, that, uh, that, that is true, absolutely, but that's not the only reason, right? You could say that the sudden I would hold that both reasoning applies, and therefore, well, well, it's not a but you need, I'm just saying, but in halacha, you usually you need a makor for something. So we don't have either a makor al pi chazal. Notwithstanding, hello, in our shul, the machitza is, well, it was always a regular, in all the mashuls I've been, it's always been a regular machitza. Like, the dialam is machmer, not like from Moshe. But I'm just saying, if you just look at it from a pure halachic point of view, we don't have a makor in chazal for it, which is very interesting. And not only, the, the only makor we have is really by um, Simcha's Pesha Sheva, it says they would make a Tikkun Gadol and they would make a balcony. Now a balcony, clearly you could look down and you could look up. The whole reason they went to the Simcha's Pesha Sheva is to see the people dancing downstairs, so clearly they had to see. So the, the whole Mishnah of, of, of Simcha's Pesha Sheva is Mukhrach, that the purpose of a balcony was not, not to see, it was just not Shalai Yetzirah If you shouldn't see, so what were they coming there for? To sit behind a, a wall that you can't see? It doesn't really uh, make a lot of sense, you know? 
Right. We have other rights also that, uh, that, that we have a Gemara that says in Kiddushin that Abai and Rava used to put cans between the men and the ladies during drushes. Yeah, but that was because of Yichud. That was because of Yichud. They were choshish for Yichud. That's the sugi of Yichud. It says, could, uh, how many is Yichud one man, two women? Is it one woman, two men? Is it in this situation? In this situation, Abai and Rava used to, used to make uh, a mechitza between them. You don't need a mechitza, right? You don't you see no, but they did. between men and women. And they did, I'm saying they did it for the purposes in these cases where there was a shashichad, which is where the Shulchan Aruch gets it, Payamtif. Let me just go back to one thing. Here's an amazing thing. The Beis Hamigdash, which Ramosh writes in his tshuva, he struggles with. He says, we know we do it in the Beis Hamigdash because there's a mitzvah Migdash Tiro. There's no mitzvah Migdash Tiro in a shul. Why should we do it? So here's what's interesting. Even in the Beis Hamigdash, they only did it Simchas Beis Sheva. That means the rest of the year, people would come to the, to the Beis Hamigdash to daven, to, 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 to bring karbanis. There was no mechitza in the Beis Hamigdash except for Simchas Beis Sheva, which is really very interesting, right? You know you know how Moshe answers it. We have, for instance, a famous Gemara, Isha Bazaro. Um, in nine, what a woman does in it. So um, we, we, we have a Moshe. Moshe explains that the Chiyu of Mechita is only in a place that you are Mechuyev to be there, like Simpas Bezreva. It seems like from a Moshe that they had a Chiyu to come on Simpas Bezreva. It wasn't voluntarily. Uh, people didn't come voluntarily. To Which is interesting because the Washington mission is not that way. The Washington mission is Mishalai Ras. Some of the Shemi Yamadla Ras. Malar, it doesn't say any place that there's a, a, there was a Chiv. It's not brought anywhere in that there was a Chiv to go to the very similar space. Yeah, but it's not brought, but that's the way he writes. He writes that the Simchas Meshashayva was a Chiv and also the Asid Lava in the, in the Velus. But here's the problem, Rabbi Ravshaya, here's what I would ask. Even if you say, even if you make the Chiddush, that there was a Simcha, there was certainly a Chiv to bring Karbanis in the, in the, in the Beis Hamikdash, right? And notwithstanding yes. that, they still, when they brought the Karbanis, that's for sure they had to. If a person was a Chayva, Oyla, Chatas, Asha, Mincha, whatever it was, and yet there was no Mechitza when they, when they did any of this. So it's it is right. it, it is just it's 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 just something when you look at it you say it's it's amazing that all the halachas of mechitza we learn from Ramosh's tshuvas which are seventy years old. Yeah, the 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 halachas of mechitza is pretty much mechudish. You're right. You're right in that. The, and, and and you're right. There's all there's no mechayilus except that gemara in in aleph and it seems like uh, there's there's nothing more than that until. Some of the said some things, but uh, in the Gemara, so, it's very, so, very Child, so let me ask you. You're a Pisic, right? You have a, you're a Dayan. By a wedding, I'm going to just give you a bunch of wed- venues. A wedding, Nida Mechitza, not Lahalacha. So, strict Halacha, it seems like the Moshe says that things come into a wedding. He said, that's a, a Moshe, he writes, that things uh, come into a wedding is something that you're not mechuyev to go, mitzad ikaladim, you're not mechuyev. Obviously, uh, many, many argue with him. Because and it's also, not open, and he says it, it's also not open to the public, he says. Oh, not open to the public. Oh, so, no, on the contrary, it, it, you're right. If it's such, a, such an event that's not open to the public, he says and you don't two, need two that whenever it's open to the public, you need a mechitza. So here's my, here's my question. And by the way, I, I read, I don't know if it's true, but I, I saw that they write that Ramosha by his weddings, interestingly, did not have a mechitza. Right. It was very interesting. I see what it says in a, So what about, um, I mean, we, the island today is made to have a mechitza. It could be that today with the wild music and the wild outfits, maybe, you know, uh, you know, in Halacha, there's the fifth of Shulchan Aruch also, right? Yeah. You know, it's, they, they, they didn't have these, 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 you know, to today, you know, we just did a thing about music. They didn't have this rock music and these these crazy bands. So, so it's uh, it could be that you know it's changed, right? Or maybe the women. It says if the women didn't leave the house, you could say if they went to a wedding, they certainly didn't dance by weddings, right? That What about by uh, you know mixed 
concerts. We did a show on music. You have this fellow, you know, you have the musicians. They said they do mixed concerts. Fam- they call it family seating. What's the halacha? Well, there's no question in the post game that um, everybody that speaks about such events would agree and, and scream about such things that there shouldn't be uh, without a mesita. I'm sorry, mix. Mesita is, again, it, it, it's a separate uh, issue. Mix definitely would be uh, forbidden, definitely Asur. Uh, people are not permitted to sit together. Now, why, what, when are you allowed to sit together and when are you not allowed to sit together? So over here we find a couple of tshuvas in different place schemes. There's, uh, there's, there's a tshuva that speaks about uh, one minding his own business. When you mind your own business, that's the love of Ram, uh, brings down that if a person just for instance, he goes to the bank, he goes to the store, he, he, he's in a bus, he minds his own business, he's not doing something with unity with the other person, then for such things you don't need the mesita. That's what he says, such a lotion. But when you go to such a place like a concert, why are you going to a concert? You're going because you want to be with everybody. You can hear the same music in, in your but, house. But, but, but Reb Shai, here would be my Shaila. The Makar Fred is is in the base on Migdash, right? It says, Migdash Aitiro. Ramayisha says, you mechuyiv in a shul, because he says, since the whole purpose of a shul is for Kaddish and Kedusha, which is a Davosh Kedusha, he says that it has the same din as Migdash Aitiro, has a din of Migdash, and therefore you would have to do it there too. So what would be the Makar to Asura concert? Again, we're talking about two separate things. First of all, mixed sitting is definitely awesome. That's uh, the Mechitza that Moshe speaks about. We can we can be done. But first of all, mixed sitting definitely is not allowed. When you sit together with people, especially in places of Simcha, is not allowed to sit together. But I'm saying there's a chiluk. Sometimes you go, for instance, to a restaurant. You can sit in your table with your family while there's tables around you that has ladies sitting. No, so, 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 so by a concert, it could be you're sitting with your family, and there's another family sitting on the other side of you. Would that be allowed? Oh, so that, no. Because that's what the place can bring down. The few points, you know, I, I brought the level of Ram, but there's few points. the McCoyer. It's good. I would ask, I'm just <laughs> asking, you, if the level of Ram was on the phone, I would ask him the same question. What's the McCoyer for this? So, so, so the, answer that, the answer is that really there's no McCoyer until recently they had to break their head and find ways of what's with or what's also with the very limited uh, uh, Gomorrahs that we have. So, so, what, did, so what was the McCoyer? What did they do? How did they find oh, the McCoyer? So, 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 so therefore he says that in Simchas Veshashayev everybody came together to, to, to be Samech together. That's the, that's the understanding. And same thing with, by the Sumachayot. This is one. And the other one is, is the Avelus by, uh, by, by Mashiach Veshashayev. Wait, so, so wait. That time to, but, it, but in the, in the Simchas Veshashayev it is a problem that's Mikdash Ro. You don't have that by a concert. It doesn't have it. There's no Dinamoyra Mikdash by a concert. Th- that is true. But then you have the other Gemara of Avelis. Yeah, but the Gemara of Avelis, the Paiskim do not seem to nemo on La Halacha. Why do I say that? Because I'll say, if you look at, you know, you look at the, the Marshal, he says, a Sheva Brachas has to be separated because there's a din of Hasimcha B'maynai. It's like you're doing it in the Beis HaMegdash. Without it, there wouldn't be a problem. The, all the Paiskim who bring the problem with a Sheva Brachas, they say, because there's a din of Hasimcha B'maynai. There's no din of Hasimcha B'maynai. And even by Hasimcha B'maynai, they said they did it. They just didn't make the Bracha. There's no din of a simcha b'mayne by a by a by a concert. Well, to say the bracha only. So I'm um, saying, only since there's a problem of saying the bracha, 
so they said since you're saying Hasimcha B'mayinai, we don't make the bracha of Hasimcha B'mayinai by Yeshev even though the Bach says, but we did, they did sit together. You're not saying Hasimcha B'mayinai by a concert, so sit together by a concert. But but they but they saying that that's a raya that Hashem's not happy. It's, yeah, but he still no said, but he still said but they still said they did it. They, he says and we are naive. He says to do it. We don't make the bracha and we sit together. You don't make the bracha asimcha b'maynei. So I'm, I'm just saying by a cancer there's no asimcha b'maynei. Why is it worse than the sheva brachas of the bach? Because again, uh, it's it, it, you have two mekayros here. You have to. It, it, so I'm just showing you that they don't learn. They don't learn that. They don't learn the the that the, the dinner. The, the story of Avelos of the Gemara is a mekayr. Well, they would say it should still be. It's not that you don't make the bracha simcha It's it should be also to sit together because of of the dinner of Avelos. So they learn shat in the Gemara Avelos, and it's a, it's a different shmuz. But they learn that it's not the halacha. That's how I'm, I'm talking about the gedolei apayiskim, the bach, the 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 the, 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 the marshal. The, the biggest apayiskim. They learned that that Gemara is not. I didn't see that they said that it's not Allah. I might say in a Velus you can't mix together. When you go to uh, to, to a Levi, you can't mix together. And, and and those are the two sources that you have to play with, and there's nothing else really in the Gemara. So I, I have a, I have a Makar. I, I want to say a Svarah. And my Svarah is that you have to have Seichel. There's things that don't say in the Shulchan Aruch, doesn't say in the Shulchan anywhere, that if there's a band playing disco music and there's four girls dancing in front of you, that you, that you, that you have to have a machitza. Because according to Ramayish, there's no dynamic dash IT row by a makam. So make a, make in the middle of the lady section, in the middle of the dance, shtala minion. I mean, it's just, it's just common sense that you need a machitza in such a case, right? The Shulchan Aruch doesn't try to talk yeah, about... Yeah. I'm just saying, that, so a, a, a mixed concert where there's, there's people jumping and singing and dancing, not every possible... Case that we have a McCoyer that to say this is just it's it, it's clearly the pilots with preachers and and, and and thing and people are jumping and they're singing and they're getting all and and they're singing along. I mean, I I just think that learning the whole Shulchan Aruch is the McCoyer to say that that's also that's what I would say. The fifth Shulchan Aruch. Yeah, it's just it's 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 so it's just it's against the whole. That's what I'm saying. It's but, it goes against everything we know, right? But you're but, not going to find any McCoyer you bring la la. I could I I'll, there's no, there's no clear eye. That's what I'm saying. But but in a place in a place that you really have uh, um, music girls that are sitting down and 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 listening to the music without uh, dancing, uh, so that's together to the other to the other uh, uh, case. I'm saying if you have that would, to, that would that would certainly be less problematic, you know, to go to go to a to go to a graduation where where families are sitting together. You know, my 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 Anical today he 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 got his olive base sitter. So it was a big thing, and there were families sitting, right? So, so I don't think it's such a case. You have, you know, it is. There's no, there's no, there's no halachic isa, and there's no shail of taruvis. It's, you know, there's nobody there who's dressed, who's coming to party. You know what I mean? We have a kid. Let me ask you a question. We have a kiddush in shul every Shabbos. So they have like a buffet. Do you have to have a mechitza by the buffet? Not necessarily if you pick the if you pick the food, and but it, uh, I'm saying could be in a could be in a in a, in a place that the scenarios that you're sitting down with your family and eating could be it only the machita it could be it could, it could be that it could be mixed also because of the reason we explained before the Mishnah office brings like that some person can bring this down but um you have to have a machita in a place where you do something together and you and you gather for that purpose so there's something that combines it together so you have to you have to separate there's no really there's no one no one that would be matched such a thing
Well, the, they do. They do. I mean, look, this, the fellow uh, Yishai, whatever his name is, he said his father's a Rish Kyle, and they told him he could do concerts with family seating. We had him, I think, was it this guy Shulam Lemmer said the same thing. I believe it was him. I mixed, I'm not sure if it was him or Shweki. They said the same thing. So clearly there are a bunch who hold our family seating. I don't know who they are. But it would be interesting to talk and get this fellow online and say, you know, so, because I'm just saying it doesn't say anywhere. It's, it's really the fifth Shulchan Aruch. That's my point. What would you say? Did Sfaradim, well, you're, you're a big rav in the Sfaradim community. Did, did they make Sheva Brachas in without a Mechitza? Some do. You're right. Some do. But, uh, but, but sitting down together and mixing, that's the person don't like. Yeah. The farm the, the don't like not sitting down together without a mechitza. That's that's a different story. Not necessarily you need in such a scenario. Right. And again, we have this this sub moisture that says hey, that that in such cases you not necessarily have to have a mechitza. And I want to tell you something. Is it correct, first of all, to have such concerts or such things when you have uh, when you have people that are going uh, together, even if they're sitting separate outside? It's uh, it's make the whole concept could be that, and 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 the idea of uh, you know you have singers today that that take o- take over the Jewish world, and that's a, that's that's a new zach that our our kids and us also should admire such such lifestyle, you know that's something that mitzad hashkafa and could be mitzad alocha as well, you know the Rambam in uh, in in. In Avodah Zarah, right, the, on the Mitzvah of Lotte Chonem, says, why can't you give Lotte Tenlem Chen? Don't praise a Goy. Why not? He says, you, you learn from them when you praise somebody, when you praise a singer rather than praising a it, rabbi. Ishlafi Mahalaloi, you're saying. Ishlafi Mahalaloi. Yeah, Ishlafi Mahalaloi. In Mishle, right, or many other explains in Shariyona, that's whether you Mahalal, such people, so you become that's who you are, and not only that, your, your children learn, they hear you, they, they also uh, adopt such lifestyle. On the contrary, when you see a younger man walking down the, the street, that's who you should just say, Wow, you know, where he's going, he's going to learn Kaira, this is the Ben Kaira. They learn from that, they would, they would eventually want to be like that. Say, Oh, the music is so beautiful, the singer. You heard about the new concert. That's what you speak about. So they also speak about other things, sports, whatever it is. These are very much into many different things. We have to be careful when we even, you know, when we're dealing with uh, with the law of everything. There's a story of a woman that had a chicken, and she was running to the rabbi to ask her if the chicken to ask if the chicken is kosher. So the the rabbitin, before she let him go in. She said, throw it in his arm. She said, well, maybe it's fun. He says, no, it's male. It's, it's spoiled. It's no good. Also here, I don't know, when we come to a lot of person, we need to see, is it, does it smell good? Is this something that we want to do to adapt such a lifestyle? I'm not sure that that's what we want to bring up in our children and also ourselves to be involved in that. It's a nice thing sometimes for Holoboy and sometimes for not constantly be involved with such things. Rav Shaya, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Cool. So so Take care. Bye-bye. Joining us from Eretz Yisrael is Rabbi Baruch Chait. He's the Rosh Hashiva of Marava. He's a Jewish music pioneer. The rabbi's sons, Yigal Salak, all the way going back to the beginning when it barely existed. We'll hear a little bit of the story. We'll have the honor. Welcome, Rabbi Baruch. Shalom Aleichem, It's a pleasure to hear your voice. How are you? Okay, so tell tell us a little bit about um, you have such a history with Jewish music going back to the beginning when it barely existed. Can you 
give us some of the milestones of how it came to be, you know, as full-fleshed as it is today? Well, the, story, the true story is that the record, the first record we produced in 1967, which was called The Rabbi's Son's Hallelujah, with some very dear friends, the original idea was really to be a Chafetz Chaim album that would be uh, an album that would be published to provide funds for the yeshiva. It was a minute in the yeshiva those days for every time to go out two weeks a year. I suggested to the Rosh Yeshiva we will try to maybe put out an album not knowing how much it will bring in, but as a possible a fundraiser. Shiva agreed. So Shiva being Rapanus Leibowitz. This is Rapanus Leibowitz. Correct. I was actually learning in a branch at the time in Montreal with some very close friends, and um, the idea sort of emerged. And when the Shiva gave it, okay, so uh, we started getting the singers together and the music together, and put it together a couple of songs. One of the first on that album, which Ailey Tannelbaum also had permission to use on the Pirche record, was Miha Ish. Did you write so, who, who who wrote the music? I wrote the songs and uh, at that time were very uncertain of how they would go over because uh it's very unpredictable. Shlomo Kava who did an album with once and he told me, Rebarach, I'm not sure, should I put on that song, Me in Kaina Oh, wow. No, I said, so, no, it sounds to me that it'll work. Rebarach, how did you learn how to write music? Uh, it's something that I don't think was hot. It was something that was very, very inspired from Rebbe Schleimer, listening to his songs sometimes on the radio before I really got to know him. And I think when I heard his music, I was just in a trance. And my father's a song, had a program in his shul in Crown Heights called Beth David Gershon, where he kept kids who were in the Talmud Torah over longer to give them a bar mitzvah and to educate them. He once invited Shlomo on Moses Shabbos, and that was, that was it. I mean, it was a different world. People today really don't understand what it is to be captured by a niggin. We, Shlomo did a kumzitz. We didn't sing a niggin once or twice. We did it for a half hour or 45 minutes. Because once you got into that really feeling, you didn't want to get out of it. And it was really something very special, very beautiful. Do you read music at the time? Did you, did you were able to read I notes? Very, I did very, very elementary basic reading. But I had exposure to different sounds, which I felt at that time would be more uh, related to the youth. And the basic sound difference, actually, I think remember, there were three parts of a niggin. And it's important because looking at it from what we did, there's sort of the neshama of the, of the nigin, which is really the music, the seichel, the intelligence of the music, which is the lyric. And then there's the dress. That's like the arrangements. You can make an arrangement with many different types of instruments. So we chose, or I chose, guitars. And guitars were never used only guitars and an arrangement. You had Shlomo Kaba who played on the guitar, but his all his records were fully orchestrated by a fellow by the name of Milton Oaken, who was actually a genius, but he used here and there maybe a spice of a guitar, but we used the basic sound of guitars that were sort of the folk sound of the day. 
Fascinating. So when, when the Rabbi's Sons came out, after Shlomo Kalbach, you were pretty much the first music in America. What was the reaction? It was very different. It wasn't Majitz. It wasn't Majitz. It wasn't Koech Seif. It wasn't the Balshem's Negin, the Magiv's Negin. What was the way? You really have to make a proper, um, what do you call it, mituach. You have to really make a, an analysis. Of this Because if you take, as I said before, the soul of the Negin, which is really the melody, as opposed to the arrangement, Mihaish can be sung in Majitz, it could be sung in any, any Hasidish place, any Yeshivish place, and it works. But the package of having it with guitars, and particularly Hallelujah, which had a flavor of maybe Peter, Paul, and Mary at the time, who were very well known uh, folk singers and had magnificent harmonies, and there was Simon and Garfunkel, who also heavily arrangements on guitars. That was not done. So you've got to take, separate the melody, the music, the niggin, the neshama part of the song from the package, which might have been somewhat different, but connected well to the ear of the young teenager at the time. So tell me what happened. It's, it's, a, it's out for a month, and you go to Davin and the Farnish and Sholom 14th Street. What happened? I mean, one, it's, one thing right before that. I brought the album after it was ready, and I felt it was only fair in Yosher for the Rosh Yeshiva to hear it, because before we would put out the Chavetz Chaim name on the Yeshiva, it would be appropriate to ask the Rosh Yeshiva if it was okay. Rosh Yeshiva listened to it, and he said, Rabarach, and he was a very sensitive Balmusa, did not want to hurt anyone's feelings. He said, you know, Rabarach, we'll take the money, but please don't put the Yeshiva's name on the album. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that? Why do you think he said that? Well, you see, the Chafetz Chaim, as it is, is a yeshiva that was always between the lines. Was it a black yeshiva? Was it a little bit more modern yeshiva? The Rosh Yeshiva followed very deeply the teachings of his father, Zatzal, and David Leibutz, who learned in Slabotka. And Slabotka had their own a little bit more updated approach to things. So he didn't want to go overboard. He felt that was never done before, and he didn't feel that people were going to send him flowers on Shabbos or Arab Shabbos for the production of some of his Talmudim. He felt that it might be looked at as it was. The yeshiva was trying to maintain its yeshivish look. This was not a yeshivish look. So uh, after doing a little investigation, I realized three of the four of us were sons of rabbis. And I said, you know, everybody say it looks like we're going in a different route. They were very happy and excited. And the fourth friend who was, um, of Sean passed away with Michael Weidler, from the Bracha. So we had to do some kind of packaging deal to arrange a quick smicha for his father because he wasn't a rabbi. But once we got that done, we called the rabbis, the album, the rabbi's sons, Hallelujah, and it really really took off. What happened? Talk to us what happened. It took off. Like, just describe Well, it. I'll tell you the first thing that happened was it was, Ju- it was June uh, 1967 and that was right after the Six-Day War. So there was a Rheingold Music Festival honoring the State of Israel. And after, I forget, one of the radio stations heard or played the album, they invited us to Central Park to perform. And I think that's what did it. It was about 10,000 and how many people there was a beautiful uh, concert with a variety of Israelis and, and, and uh, more, uh, I guess there were not that many options of who else was available to perform. So as it was mostly Israelis, it was a tribute to Heritage Israel and to the Hasloch uh, of the, uh, the war. 
And then, once that was uh, took place, then the uh, the album and its interest, people interested in concerts, just spread all over. Because there was not anything like that, and it was successful both in terms of the packaging, in terms of the tagunim. And there were people. I had a dear friend who was in Chicago, rather not mention his name. Olavashami passed away, but a wonderful person. And I met him. At the time, I didn't know him, but years later, he said, Mubarak, I have a lot of Akaras Hatov to you. I said, why is that? He said, I come from a Satna family. My father asked the record in the house, and I was losing my connection with Frumkite. I kept the record under my bed, and it gave me Chizuk, and I became Frum again. Now, Kula is your song too, right? That goes back a little later to the album we put out with Greeks. I, I fell in love with an instrument called the bazooki. I did not know how to play it. It really requires a tremendous amount of effort, skill, and talent. And the Greeks, I actually invited six or seven Greeks. Uh, Goyim, not Jewish, they played on that album. There was a song, Min HaMetza, Min HaMetza, and Kola Olam Kolo. Is that your most... Would you say that was your biggest hit, your most famous song, Kalei Lam Kulei? I think sort of reaching out over all boundaries, yes, it was. And, and the, words are from, the words are from Reb Nachman, I believe, right? Yes, and also in, in Montreal, when I was learning there, I had a wonderful Rosh Hashiva at the time, who was a sub-Rosh Hashiva, because the main Rosh Hashiva, the main branch was in Forest Hills. However, Ram that's how he would, came up for a week, and he was on Rosh Hashiva during the week in Montreal. And one Shalashudas, he started singing his song in Yiddish. And it went something like this. I think eventually Ram Freed sang it. So I really didn't get attached to the melody, but I asked the fanatics, where is the, where are these words from? He said, then he was not a big Brasil Chassid, but he said, I think they are from Rabbi Nachman Brasil. We didn't have a Google at that time, so it took a lot of research. We had to do some checking, and then I found those words. So it was time later, in the 70s, the early 70s, it's around, I guess, that was the Yom Kippur War, when I was out in Gush Etzion with the soldiers, and a very close friend of mine was Danny Trapper, who had an organization called Gesher. It was the first anniversary of that, that organization. And uh, I said, it was a time for a new song. Maybe we can come up with some idea that we could connect this to Gesher. And uh, that was the evening when we sang it to the soldiers and eventually went down to Egypt and went down along the borders to play for the soldiers and taught it to them. And they got right into it. And I think Yerom Gaon sang it, or I'm sorry, Yerom Gaon heard it when the soldiers came back over the canal. They were singing it and he heard it and, and fell in love with it and he recorded it himself. And then we just turned it on to the whole Israeli population, and it became sort of a song of strength for the soldiers. So, I, I want to go back over a few things. I heard that um, you asked Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, Zechatzalik Zavracha, if it was mutter to leave Yeshiva and to go play on the front lines during the war. Was it, was it the Yom Kippur War or the 1967 that War? Was no, no, that was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. And, and w- w- was it mutter to be machnes yourself into a sakana? Tell us about that, that discussion. 
Well, I don't know how we describe the nature of the sakana because I was not clearly aware of it, and I don't know anybody in America really knew what was going on. But I asked them that if it's uh, for a bracha, if this is something that is worth a uh, effort for chayalim for the war effort, and he gave me a beautiful bracha and uh, he said you should be batzliach. And then we went to the front lines, and I'm talking about the front lines down in Egypt, straight with the. I think it was the Egyptian 10th Army was still right on top of us, and people were all scattered about. There were no, like, clear black and white borderlines. You, you made a wrong turn, and you were right in the Egyptian uh, army. And it happened that there were entertainers that, that uh, unfortunately, at that time got caught by just getting lost. So it was not a very um, safe kind of a place to be, but we had... And really felt that the soldiers were in very, very stressed situations there day and night under really the threat of the guns and attacks and went from group to group over the canal and inside of Egypt and then along the Jordanian border and even up to Syria. We got into Syria, Mamish, and we were playing and I had a beautiful picture I found of many of these events. At some of the time I was singing with my good friend, Eric Blavel Sharfman. And sometimes I went down actually with Danny Chopper. And uh, it was a very, very special time. Wow. Rabbi Chate, and I, I, we have a lot of young listeners, many who are are in music or will think of going into music. You know, uh, fame, money, power, beauty, they're all a little bit like schnapps. And it could go to the head very quickly. How did you, um, you know, you went from being a, a few Yeshiva Bachram, suddenly you're doing albums, celebrities doing, you know, Central Park concerts. So regardless of whether the Central Park concert came, my chronology may not be exact, but you, it was an instant hit, right? How did you prevent that? Well, how did you deal with the schnapps not going to your head, or did it go to your head? Well, I'll tell you, it was definitely exciting, but I had a strong commitment to our Rosh Hashiva, to the Hashkafa, my father's at all, to be in Chinuch. And for the second album, I told the boys, and for a number of appearances, I told them I have to drop out. The second album, I was on the back cover, not on the front cover, is my choice. There was an Alan Burke TV show that the group was called to sing, and I said, Rabosai, I've got to back out, otherwise I will lose it. And I did not go. And I was able to maintain myself in the yeshiva and continue learning. There were times here and there we just uh, did get together, maybe it's, uh, some type of performance for special occasions, and it was a lot of fun. We never saw it, <laughs> all of us, more as a fun thing than really entering the world of professional music. It was enjoyable. It was not a, something like that was not around. It was the time of the Beatles, and people used to say, okay, now the Jewish... Yeshiva world have some Beatles. But in a certain sense, it did give the from boy and girl an opportunity to connect with something that was more spiritual than uh, things that were very possibly negative. I actually took a group of my Talmudin to Ripslim Azalman Arbatsatzal and asked him what are the exact halachic gedarim of appropriate and inappropriate, even more so usr, what is usr in the music? world and he basically gave two specific areas that things are not allowed. One is an in Indian and that's with the lyrics, not the melody. And the second was the area of Odazara, Apicursus. Those two types of styles of music, specifically referring to the lyrics of the song as opposed to the melody, 
And when he asked them about the melodies, he said there is nothing that you can say that is also about any kind of melody other than the fact that it might bring you to think about certain lyrics who are sort of embedded in your mind. That can also be a problem. But music per se, he said, is not something that has anything tangible that can put into classification of us. And I think the Pelayoid says something very similar, and he addresses what you brought up. How do you deal with fame, getting caught up in the covert and, and just not being able to do the right thing with the music? And he says in the beginning, of his Pelayoids goes according to the alphabet, and sheer, shin, he says that as long as your beginning of your involvement with music is a shame shemaim, even if it goes a little bit to a personal prestige, it's okay. He says that, and I guess he says it's unusual, I would say natural uh, function of a human character to take a little pride when he says it's okay to do that if you really have your roots in doing something with Shem Shemayim. Let me ask you, you're a Rav as, as well as being a musician of Talmud Chacham, a Rav, a Shiva. What are your feelings about like the issues of mixed concerts? Um, I could say honestly, I haven't been in a concert since the Rabbi Sons, which was decades and decades. I, I, I don't have the time. I just don't have the time. But my question is, I hear that things can get pretty wild. You know, halachas of mechitza. Give us a little bit of halachas. Well, I'll tell you, but I'm not guess, closely, but I can give you a general hadar. And let me just give uh, like a little bit yeah, of a two-second. You know, the, the, the Gemara yeah. says in, in Sukkot that they used to make a ticking gadol in the base hamigdash to buy besimtos base yeshev shelois arvu anashim and anashim v'cholu. As a as a rashiva, what do you say, the young guys? Do we play mixed concerts, family concerts, weddings, where there's mixed, you know, dancing with mechitzah? Give me some hashkaf on this. I don't know if I'm the source of hashkaf or certainly not halacha, but I. Certainly know that tomorrow, and it certainly is a problem. However, I will tell you something that that's what the Talmud did not that long ago. The Mordechai ben David, and we grew up together also with Avram Fried, he only gives concerts that are separate. Avram Fried does not. And I think, in a certain sense, you can say, Elu, the Elu, Zivrelu, Kim Chaim. And I'll explain. You know, it depends who you're dealing with. There's a, uh, a klau with the para aduma, that it used to be matame, those who were tahar, and it was, it was, did the opposite. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's the same thing with a concert. There are kids out there, certainly a yeshiva person who is inappropriate to be in a mixed, crazy kind of concert that is not for him. He shouldn't be there. And he should be at a, in a proper setting of the concert with the ruch music and inspiration that it should be oriented to. On the other hand, it was not that long ago, and I think it was Avram Fried that sang with one of the most well-known chilonim. He actually sang Miha Ish. Uh, I forgot his name. I'll think of it in a minute. But he did a concert, and this fellow put his yarmulke on. He was a bitter, anti-firm person, a well-known Israeli singer. And he apologized, and they connected. So the people who were in that audience were not people from B'nai Brach. They weren't people from Yerushalayim, maybe people from Yerushalayim, but certainly not from Yerushalayim, and they weren't Yeshiva people. But there is something that is important for different stages of a person's development. So music has saved people in all kinds of different settings, and depending who you are and depending where you are holding in your growth and your development and your firmkite, something is appropriate for you, not appropriate for somebody else. And you have to 
be clever enough and sincere enough to make that decision. But in terms of what is what and what's also, I think those who are doing the concerts, I'm certain, did their own research and checking out and feel comfortable with what they're doing. I think the individual has to really make When we did our first concerts in Eretzisho in the 60s, it was with Stechemed, it was with uh, Yigal, with the, the children of Jewish song, and they were all separate. They were all separate and they were packed. They couldn't, you couldn't get in. You know, it's a very, Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Shea, it's a very interesting debate, and it crosses many areas, like you're saying, Matamis, Hyrule Matamis, that's right. You know, um, opening up a show in an area where you know many people who are totally unaffiliated are going to drive on Shabbos. And it creates a real controversy. On one hand, is, is it a Shiloh of Shneiver? Is it a Shiloh of Hashem? You say, look, if they're, not dro- if they're not spending coming to Shalom Shabbos, they're going to be at McDonald's. Isn't this better? And we teach them the Tinnik but teach them something about Yiddishkeit. Like, where do we say, let's open the gates and Dvarim Asurim will happen? I mean, if you do a concert, you say to an, a, a, you know, a secular crowd, there's going to be mixed dancing, there's going to be all kinds of, you know, people no, getting high. That does not have to happen. That does not have to happen. Mixed dancing is the performer... I, I would yeah, but in the group, in the group, they, in the group, they, you know, you know some people and doing, there. and there's people with alcohol, and, and they're doing pot, and I mean, it, it gets wild, right? But on the other hand, you're saying, hey, where would they be? Would they be in a McDonald's otherwise? So it, 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 it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very, com, very complex question. I know Chabad, for example, when Chabad opens shows all over the world, I mean, they know right. that there are going to be fire people driving, but I know the Rebbe was Machbit Yechutz HaSair in Halacha, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very complex, you know, we have... Uh, so that's really a Halacha question. That's yeah, Halacha very interesting, of our discussion. Yeah. I remember that someone presented that to Moshe, and he wanted a Gaiusha bus driver, suggested pick up his congregants, so they should avoid driving, they should still get to shul. I don't remember what the tshuva was, but cert- the, the answer, it certainly... The hashkafa was, we have to be responsible for Klal Yisrael to the full, full, full extent. On the other hand, if it's not within the four Amas of Halacha, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world, and he'll take care of it. It's not our job. So that's the basic hashkafa. But you have to ask, I think, specific questions to reliable, respectable, open-minded Rabbanan, and um, you have to follow a Rabb that you feel is giving you the right direction. So what's... Now- Years later, you go to Eretz Yisrael, you form Marava. And Marava is a new type of high school. I don't want to say that I really, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so impudent to, to, uh, to describe it. But they say it's a, it's a unique chinuch, and they say each week, the boys, there are a number of boys, they make a siyam on a mesechta, and as part of that, you teach them a new song. And the boys, years later, till later on in life, different periods of life, they said that th- these are one of the highlights of their life, these mishmairim. Certainly not linear. Can you tell it to us, because I think that in a world where so much of davening, learning, yeshivas have become calcified, um, this is refreshing, different, and I'm not saying every yeshiva should do it, nor do they have somebody of your talent to teach you new songs, but talk to us about this really groundbreaking mishma that they remember well, the whole we life. had just this past Shabbos, which was very, very unusual, the return of four classes, four different years of Bogrim, graduates. And none of the boys, their friends in the Yeshiva Gadola, whether it was Hebron, Wolfson, and other Yeshivas that Itri, the boys attend, their friends could not understand why are you going back three years later, you're in the Yeshiva Gadola, what do you have in that Shabbos? And they would not think for a second of missing it. That was a beautiful Shabbos. And uh, I think that what we did is not really something new. 
uh, from my uh, uh, studies and reading, something very similar happened in the Beit HaMikdash. I mean, they didn't have shiurim. They didn't have uh, people coming in with different Muslims farm. They had music. And uh, there were two sheets why the music and what the Levium did with the music. One was to give simcha to those bringing the karbanos. Should, it should be ivdu Hashem the simcha. And there's a beautiful sefer called the Bris Menucha that is a Kabbalah sefer, actually. He says that when a person brought a carbon chatos and the Kohen saw that an essential to the carbon chatos was real tshuva. And when he saw this guy, this person was not really uh, doing tshuva properly, he immediately called the Levian and they sang the most inspiring songs and music and played till he really did tshuva, which was sincere and deeply rooted. So these are basic spiritual uplifting uh, significant occurrences that were going way back to the main function of the day. So maybe this was connecting a person to Hashem. And in the famous Arachayim, it says, Rachmana Libavoy. You can't serve Hashem dry. That's a puppet. That's Hergel. There's no neshama, there's no feeling. That's not what Hashem wants. Hashem wants your heart. And if there's not a soul, if there's not feeling in what you're doing, it's a mechanical robot that really has no significance in his service. So I think the Nigunim really boys get into it. They sing, there's a we light candles, and then we dance at the end. And they, they, they are on a high. I remember with Shaima, Zechon Bracha, the concerts were not the thing that attracted me. But after the concert, we'd always go to somebody's house and we'd light some candles and we'd get into a niggin or a new niggin and sing. And as I said before, maybe for an hour, for a half hour or close to an hour, the same exact niggin. It was just vacuous and connecting. And I think that there's no real religious experience uh, that is, is comparable. Sefer says the same thing while we, while we blast trumpets every single day when they brought the karbanas. And it says, I think the version is that a person is Baal Chomer and he needs his oris, the greatest oris, to be able to connect to Hashem. Because his teva, without being awakened, is a kiyoshin. It's like he's sleeping. He's dead. So it's only the kolos of nigunim. And as he says, it's a known thing that only kolos of nigunim kima ore that Hashem. I'll tell you something, Rabbi, Rabbi Chait. You know, the, uh, I, we, we founded the Baal Shem Tev Shul in Mansi uh, two months ago. And the, the idea was we wanted it to be like the, 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 the Toldus brings from Mairi, brings from the Baal Shem a few times. He brings from the Shalai. He says, it says, Shiva uh, Dvarim, that a Kaisal Bracha needs is Yayin Chai. So Rashi says, what does it mean, Chai? So Rashi says, Frish Blaz. Fresh. Mm-hmm. So he said the shalos. He said Moshamati Mimayri. That the shalos says when it says v'chay bohem, Yiddishkeit has to be fresh. Yeah, and beautiful, and that's what Dabra Melech is. How many times does she learn Shir Chadash? What's the concept of Shir Chadash? Was he composing? But you see, many times he did and used so many different types of instruments in his Tehillim. And I think the Mefarshim say there that each particular intru- instrument opened another connection between the Nisham and some place in the, in the world of Ruchmias. It touched a different element in the Nisham. And uh, there's, I'm not, there's a Shminis, a, an eighth note kind of instrument, and they say that's the one that's going to bring Mashiach because we cannot express ourselves sufficiently to Mashiach with just 
the limited nodes that we have. So we need another node to be able to connect them with you. So uh, that's that's beautiful. And it's going to be through music. Marava has a music room. Very unique for Israeli Haredi Yeshiva. It's a very unique for any We Yeshiva. have three music rooms. Three we have music a recording rooms. Room. We have a grand piano room, and then we have the room with the guitars and the, the drums. Tell, so tell us, you have many mechanchem who listen to this program. Um, talk to us about the importance of a music room, which, you know, I, I don't know of a single, you know, yeshiva in America, honestly, that has one, a base medrash, high school, et cetera. Talk to us about well, that. Well, we also have a full-fledged gym, an exercise room, with all the top equipment that you will find in any major hotel. I mean, they're updated, and the boys have to be in that room with an instructor at least twice a week on a card and, and, and uh, it's part of the curriculum. So I think there's a, there's a uh, saying that's brought down, I think, in a medrash, vitula zuhi kiyuma. And a person has to really develop himself. Uh, we discussed not long ago that one of the beautiful things that we taught in Marava was how to mabatal Torah. And the boys were in shock, what's that? So what they teach in Marava, how to mabatal Torah. I said, yes. I said, there are times when a person can't learn. And unfortunately, today, he connects with all the things that can destroy all the Torah he learned. But if you have the proper derech and something that gives you satisfaction, enjoyment, and the spiritual, or also physically allowing you to re- just relieve, relieve your energy in a kosher good way, that was my Rosh Hashim's derech. I was in Shita. And if you have a minute, I'll tell you what was nothing in Sal Kamenetsky told me the name of his father, Rabbi Yaakov, he said, who learned in Sabata. And I heard this from Rabbi Nathan myself. And he said that Rabbi Yaakov, his father, told him that a number of Kitsoni extreme boys came to the altar and they were very, very upset. He said, the whole yeshiva is falling apart. What happened? What's a terrible tragedy? After Seder at night, there were pipes in the back of the base of Medrash, and they're doing exercise. And the author told them, I purposely asked the contractor to leave those pipes so the boys can do exercise. So, you know, he's got a whole different perspective on what's appropriate, what's proper, how you develop. There are things that happened in Europe that maybe even Mary Sussel that grabbed kids to things that were improper, improper with sports and with other areas. But if it's channeled, if it's developed, I think it saves Mishamas and it connects them. All their learning has a beautiful end of the week with a high. So it's a, it's not only is it, it's a release, it's sort of a, it's a recharge. Your, yeah. your message is that, that the yeshivas are doing a great job, but in the Bitula Zukiyuma, in some of the prerequisites, we could... It's interesting, you know, the, the, I believe the Lashiri Gemara, it's a Gemara in Menachas. You're going to need your Adim, the very big Talmud Chacham, to tell us the exact half. It's someplace in the Tzadiks, I know, maybe in the Kufs, in the Tzadiks. <laughs> the Lashiri Gemara is different, interestingly. Bitula Zayisaida. And I think Kiyuma means it's like it's survival, which sounds a little... Um, but the evidence, in a way, as you say that, in other words, it's the foundation. If you're not, if you, it, it, which is very, it means something different. I think the foundation means if you don't have, if you're not healthy emotionally and you're not healthy physically, so how do you build a building without on a foundation that's crumbling? Yeah, Just saying that. The, so the bitulas that you say that means if you have, if you're feeling the boys aren't feeling stressed and they have exercise and they have, like then the healthy people now you could go tackle, you know, go 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 go. Correct, and you know the people are depressed today. The mamam shmona prasim he says the way to get rid of depression, he says, Nagunim, Mine Zemer, 
and Tiu Lim and visit and see beautiful buildings. It's art. Music is an art. And that's the way you uh, uplift the person, and that's a very important part of being from a sincere Eben Hashem. This was fantastic. Thank you very much, Rabbi Chayda. On behalf thank of you, Ayla, who enjoys you in the good name, so we want to say <laughs> thank you. Thank you very Tell much. Bye-bye.